0: The podcast on Haunted Hill will contain spoilers and swearing.
1: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Please hold this, Michael. Be one of us.
0: Hello and welcome to the podcast on Haunted Hill, episode one hundred and four zero. One hundred and four zero.
2: I I am Gav, and I'm Dan. And Gav, you sounded like a robot then, but he did that on purpose. I uh, will say, actually, at times I get a bit of gack in my throat, and
0: it, it, uh, I have to clear it. It's a bit like how horrible it must be to kiss and kiss one of those alien, those face huggers, and as they slowly plop out eggs down into your mouth and throat it's horrible
2: isn't it well there's a graphic image to kick things off um horrible, also the word gack also is slang for cocaine in many parts of the uk gav is not referring to having cocaine in the back of his throat he means a little bit of saliva think like saliva i had yeah, yeah. He, got, he was a bit ill well there we go that's the interesting way to start it but this is episode 140 gavin my good good buddy my topless friend as always how the devil, are you? I'm very <coughs> Jesus, <coughs> talk it's of the tea. devil.
0: That's the devil coming out. <coughs> I'm coming out and just. Does my mother uh, suck
2: cocky now? I don't know. The devil's
0: over in the corner now, just sitting over there, doing stuff. But, he can hang out with Bill Murray later. Lovely. I'm I'm grandson. I'm grand. How are you? Your grandson. I'm a grandson. Well, I'm a
2: granddaughter, baby. I'm a grandson. You were You can be was a, a grandson. granddaughter.
0: You could be anything you want nowadays.
2: You can. Uh, so I overheard somebody the other day get asked their age and they said I don't identify as a particular age. They were joking of course, but I thought that's really good and I might start using that one. Because I don't feel my age, so you know.
0: No, I don't feel my age.
2: No. <laughs> Well, there we go. This is episode one hundred and forty. We don't know where we're going, but why don't I tell you, lovely listeners, what we're doing this episode? You all know because you clicked on it. But it's a this, fun
0: series we're starting. Yeah,
2: it's a good good franchise, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my cards it's... on the table early and say, go on. I was
0: gonna say, well, no, you you to say you you like it, don't
2: you? I'm gonna say this is potentially there's five of them in the series. We're talking Final Destination, everybody. This is potentially one of my favourite franchises of the. Two uh, thousands, I would say, probably if not my favorite. You know, I, I kind of prefer this to, to Scream. I feel like the each ep- entries is a bit more stronger than each of the, the Scream entries and, and some of the other movies that were out in the late nineties and early two thousands. Big fan of Final Destinations. Okay, some of them are a bit weaker towards the end, but
0: it ha- well, it has the same um, fondness and lightness as the slasher movies. I think when it came out, <clears throat> because it's like, how are they gonna die? And it's figuring out how they're gonna die. And I think this works as an overall like umbrella for most horror fans. Of you know, oh, I don't like J horror, but I like only found footage, etc., etc. Because there's a lot of uh, different armies now of subgenres of horror. Um, I think this though covers most people probably like it. Even though this first film, even when it came out, was quite a big movie in the cinemas and all that stuff. I think um, it, it was quite popular in the mainstream. But I think you know people who like other films liked it as well you know
2: yeah i think you're right um i think people who don't like horror would also say if you said to them if they say oh, i don't really like horror films i do like final destination though because it's quite accessible isn't it yeah uh, and is it because it's an invisible killer yeah so we're covering final destination one from the year 2000 and final destination two from 2003 we may at some point in the future come back and round up the series with um you know episode three four and five uh, which we did with phantasm all in one we did phantasm one to five in one fell swoop uh we also did that with Jules. we did Jules two three and the revenge alan,
0: um, alan. show us your neck as alan <clears throat> that's just my sore throat does not give me a good, Jesus I like it. My but yeah is Final my Destination
2: right. 1 and 2 so we're going to get into some crazy death scenes very original stuff at the time um excited to talk about these long time coming and Stifler coming. yeah Stifler's in there but that is mum <laughs> um well, I'll talk about him when we get to it, but he's one of my favourite characters, actually. I think he he really, really acts in, in that movie. Um, also, Bill Murray is... Uh, well, he's in, in an Uber at the moment. I'm not sure. Hopefully he'll get here on time um, to go through our World of the strange stuff. He said he's got a big list. I'm not sure what that means, Gav. Okay, a list of what? I People don't know.
0: he wants to kill? I don't People know. People he has killed? Maybe he's doing a thing like Tom Cruise in that movie with Jamie Foxx driving a taxi
2: collateral or maybe he's like being Santa and he's got a naughty list or a nice list it could
0: it? be all sorts of lists it could be the uh, uh, the list of the children that he's fathered through the sperm donor clinic oh
2: he's just texted me actually he said it's a shopping
0: list oh, oh. but what though what shop? sex shop uh, yesterday, last night, it was really funny. I, was, I had to work in London. I hate fucking working in London. No offence, London, if you're listening. <laughs> London. London. Um, it's just driving up there. I don't mind going out up for, for a cultural visit, but it's uh, just driving up there and working. Anyway, regardless of that, I was just, just next to the building I had to go and I had to look on a map on my phone before I went just to see whereabouts in London it was. And it said sack shop. And I was like, sack shop? Like, Have they got that wrong? And go up there, no, it was a sack shop. It's a huge superstore of saxophones. Amazing. And I was like, wow,
2: it is the sack shop. That's amazing next door to a sex shop that could cause some great car- like, oh god can <laughs> imagine a carry-on movie or a, a, a harold film. No, like that. go
0: down to the sex shop and get me my favorite saxophone you can imagine
2: a, a delivery's just arrived another <laughs> load of stock and they pull out all these dildos oh i don't know how these saxophones are playing How'd let me put one in, me in my
1: mouth <laughs>
2: this one's got a vibrating setting on it Meow. Um, wow, well, that's that's good to know, Gav. That you you went to a, near a sax shop. Did you buy a sax? No, but I, I found it comical. It, it was. I find it funny too. Let's mm-hmm. talk about sax, baby.
0: <laughs> I, actually, I remember doing that, uh, going through lots of different songs or films and things like that. And every time they say sex, change it for sax. It's great.
2: I want to sax, sax you up. up. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant well that's our episode for 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 today Uh, that's what that's the agenda as they say let's get into some meets and greets it's our intro i want to talk to you about some spooky shenanigans before we talk about the films that we've watched since we last you know spoke to our audience our listeners um let's talk about my son and my daughter jack and edith now they say children can see, you know, dead people and all this business. I've got a few stories over the last few weeks. Things are getting a bit strange in my house.
0: Can I, can I, can I suck on his cough sweet a little bit and not talk, and you talk for a moment? Is that what's going to go happen?
2: Is that a euphemism?
0: I don't know, but that's what's happening.
2: Put anyway. it
0: in your Who's him? I won't annoy the audience though with doing like sucky sounds. Uh, <laughs> Some of them might <laughs> like it. Some might do, and if I do it for long enough, it might go of a bang. Anyway, you uh, <laughs> you know me well. You carry on or I'll just sit back in. All and right. On my so, uh,
2: whether you guys heard it or not, I'll just quick quick recap. Um, I li- I've lived in my house for eight years with my wife and. Um, we've always felt there was a weird energy around the bottom of the stairs and the hallway, uh, specifically like the dining room doors at the bottom of the stairs as well. And actually, over the last few years, we've mentioned to each other, my wife and I, that sometimes when we cross the landing at the, in, the, in the, at the night, when it's dark, there's a figure at the bottom of the stairs, a shadowy figure. Sometimes it feels like he's got a very big hat on, um or looks like at the corner of your eye you just get this I can't explain it you get this like Im- image it put in your mind when you walk past there it's not every night but just sometimes anyway there was a an incident where my wife had an AI thing on her phone where she can take a picture and then her phone would generate an AI image think i mentioned to on the podcast that we did this once took a picture of the dining room door and it generated an image of a very tall man in a very big wide brimmed hat um with almost like one of those um plague masks which is very spooky I wish you a screenshot i know it didn't it couldn't save it the app wouldn't save the picture yeah, it was a really annoying Screenshot though I oh, know we didn't think about it at the time and we tried to do it since and it's never really quite done it. So that's weird. Since then I've actually come across a few stories and legends about shadow people and there is a uh, this is basically where you see um like figures in the shadows in the corner of your room but it's like in the shape of a human. It's really common thing talked about a lot there's loads of youtube videos about it some people believe it's aliens some watching us like with a cloaking device other people believe it's it's ghosts whatever it is so it's really interesting but then there's a specific one called the the hat man uh and it's a a, like i've described it's a man in a very big hat usually a top hat or a wide-brimmed hat with a very big cloak or it feels like a big energy not necessarily evil anyway the reason i'm telling you all of this is because lately my children have been acting um scared or well, not not scared but nervous occasionally or they'll talk about things as children do one of the things they've been talking about is the people so we were playing in the dining room and they both looked around at the dining room door uh and then said oh the people the people they're at the door and i said right there's no one at the door we were expecting someone so i went and had a look at the front door and there was no one there and i said no no one's there yet and they said no the people are at the door and i said look there's no one there and they said no this door and they pointed to the dining room door and said there were people at the dining room door which was a bit spooky Mm -hmm. they often now will talk about the people and sometimes they say things like the people are gone now the people aren't there anymore. The people are a bit noisy. Jack's picked up the phrase bit noisy, which means basically like I'm a bit overwhelmed and I'm a little bit scared is what that translates to. So sometimes he says the people are a bit noisy. Obviously me and my wife are looking at each other a bit like...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then... Lately, bedtime, is as it does, is evolved into them sitting in our bed before they go into their own room and us reading books to them. And in our room, they've decided that in the corner, up in the ceiling of the room, there is a big dog watching us. Brilliant. A big dog watching us in the corner of the room. Same corner, gets mentioned most nights. And in their room, apparently, there is a skeleton in the wall... Now there is a false wall in the room which covers up like a corner where an old fireplace used to be i do not want to break that wall and find a skeleton in there i do they're telling me there's a skeleton well it's only edith edith jack tells me about the dog and edith tells me about the skeleton and they get scared sometimes and in fact sometimes there's nightmares and edith will wake up saying the big dogs being noisy there's no dog we don't have a dog none of the neighbors have got dogs um and the other link to aliens and shadow people this is the last bit is as a lot of people will know we covered um the fourth kind um that movie about alien abduction there's a link between owls and aliens and quite often um and this is before they they became with the movie of the labyrinth which has got an owl in it quite often they'll they'll say (laughs) they'll say there's an owl in the room And I'm there's no owl in the room. They're like, yeah, the owl's in the room. He comes in the room and he comes to see us or something along those lines as a two and a half year old would babble. So what I'm trying to say is, just to wrap that up with a big bow, me and my wife... Talk about the shadow man, the hat man at the bottom of the stairs. The kids now talk about the people. They never would have heard us talk about that. Um, The people at the door. And it's specifically the dining room door. And, of course, there's a dog in my bedroom and a skeleton in the kids' room. And the owl comes to visit them. Gav, what are your thoughts? I
0: don't know. Um, I I think my thought straight away is, can Sarah and I come down and ghost hunt in your uh,
2: uh, house? Yeah, just sit in the dining room and see what happens
0: yeah no uh, I'll discuss that with Sarah because um, absolutely because we're well up for that um, I don't know what to say you just need to uh, yeah do a bit more uh, investigate I think
2: a friend of mine has um, have you got uh, the
0: history of the house
2: uh, pff, it's about 130 years old. I don't know much I, about uh, it. Really, it's hard it, to find out. This is basically ideas. the starting of a movie now.
0: Uh, I think you need to go to go to one of those things where you look into it and you get the old newspaper clippings. You turn it in the library, and I think you're going to investigate and you're going to find out that something happened
2: Because kids, obviously, you've had stuff with your kids. Kids are in touch with whatever there is. You know, they're still so new to being alive that, that if you believe in it they're still potentially partly linked to any any weird other place Do you know what i mean where yeah. they were before ever but a friend of mine's got a kid who's uh, four now so he's starting to forget forget it but he for about a year or so has talked about his other mummy and daddy he lived on an island with another mummy and daddy and mm-hmm. his name was simon back then and he said and then it all went dark, and I had to sw- I had to swim through dark until I found you, Mummy. Pole goes. Well, I don't know. I think more like he. It's a past life. He died, and then he's oh, had to hour, like yeah. find his way to his his new womb. But as he's become like four and going room, on to five, womb finder, womb, womb raider.
0: Room, no, I don't, I don't. raiding, finding, <laughs> yeah, Room searchers.
2: um yeah so he's starting to forget all of that now but yeah it's really interesting i'll keep you guys and you gav posted on any developments with my children's psychic abilities yeah and uh yeah i want to see the uh hat man hat man i do not want to see him trust me he's massive and when he's there you just go in your bedroom and you shut the door and you go to bed you don't (laughs) trust me right i'm going to bed (laughs) that's kind of what it's i feel like he's He's not, I don't know if he's looking at me. What is he what is he bedtime monitor? I don't know. I bet he is. He's right outside that door though if he is there. it's uh, tapping his watch. Thankfully my wife will be home soon so That's all good.
0: No, I'll look after you from here.
2: And the audience can listen to me looking after you from here. Yeah, but it's just you going, Oh Dan, did that move behind you? Uh, yeah. I know what you're like. Um, well, let's move away from my spooky house and let's talk about what we've been watching. Gav, is there anything that you want to kick us off with? What have you been Suck watching? Hell. David
0: Cronenberg's Crash. Jesus Christ. Who oh, a- saw that once? All I remembered was
2: Wound Fucking. That is a tough watch. That's in all places. I
0: remember of that movie. Uh, so Sarah and I watched it. It's, it's not a very good film. I'm not ever going to watch it again. Um, it's just weird. I don't know why anybody would go, right, so, you know, we could go into production making this film. It's. It's a weird one. It's not a happy film, but I don't know. It's, it's, I just
2: imagine it's supposed to be.
0: I don't know. don't what we say about it. It's, it was quite like, oh, blimey.
2: Um, a lot, a lot of controversy when that came out in the UK specifically.
0: It's, yeah. It's just a weird <clears throat> movie. Uh, don't recommend. What have you been watching?
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, so I've watched a lot of new stuff. Um, I watched orphan first kill, uh, which came out last year. um, and my God, that was amazing. I didn't expect that to. I've heard it was good, but I thought, well, the first one surely is like a one-hit wonder, because the first one's really good. But this one was really good, and there was a great twist it's, in the it's middle. It's a good effect. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's more about the twist and the story in this one, and it's less horror. Not that the first one was even horror, really. It's more of a thriller, I guess. But it's horrific. But yeah, I'm not going to say any more. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend anybody watch uh, Orphan First Kill. And, and don't worry, it kind of lives up to the to the hype, and it's almost as good as the first one, it, just as it takes a very different turn really great stuff um and i'll quickly jump in with a, a second one and then we'll come back to you just because i've got half a dozen uh, i also watched one that i know you, i think you've seen and it's been a long time since i watched a found footage film that i enjoyed let alone one that really terrified me and me and my wife watched the deep house oh, fucking cool. hell man i was getting really stressed watching that fucking hell i don't even know how they filmed it like what an incredible achievement in filmmaking anyway to film the underwater the use of underwater drones and all that stuff it's just very original for a found footage film but also an underwater haunted house what the fuck who came up with that what a brilliant idea
0: yeah i really enjoyed that movie
2: because everything can float along you know and the fact that there's chairs just like floating and just a haunted house movie underwater oh it's great and, and, and like i said it genuinely really scared me at times i was i was on the edge of my seat i, I felt quite stressed on two scenes my wife was saying to me on the way through this is the scariest film i've ever seen but she says that about every film you watch um so yeah i highly recommend the deep ice which came out in 21 i know that's a couple of years back now but i'm late to the party on it but um yeah it came up on uk netflix and i thought i've got to check it out
0: uh, i went to cinema with my lovely Shara and watched a uh, haunting in venice
2: oh yes bit of Poirot. <clears throat>
0: yeah it was it was um it was it filmed very n- like a horror film there's a lot of wide uh very wide lenses close up at angles and stuff and it was all in venice so it had like a real aesthetic to it uh, a nice look a very sort of traditional look uh it was filmed like a horror movie but it obviously wasn't a movie that wasn't their plan it's obviously just putting those elements into it because it's filmed like it but it wasn't edited like a horror movie so at times you could be like oh if you'd edited this it, different there's been loads of suspense in and there but that's not what they're going for they're going for like a detective film so um but it's nicer if you're going to watch those movies i'd say like murder and your express is still the best one of the recent ones <clears throat> and then i'll Death on the Nile is not very good I don't think
2: I haven't seen Death on the Nile yet
0: it's not very good I prefer the original actually Um, yeah uh, yeah. and um, this one Haunted in Venice it was was alright but it's got seances and stuff and very traditional and it's just very filmed very nicely there's a lot of nice production to it and stuff so that's where it has uh, good stuff and it's okay it's a detective story though you know for Halloween if you wanted a murder mystery film for Halloween that'd be your go-to I think but don't expect a horror movie, but it has got elements, kind of
2: creepy sort of mansions and...
0: Yeah, it, well it's all set in one building <clears throat> Yeah, uh, and as I say on the end, the, someone dies so...
2: Okay. Agatha Christie <clears throat> absolute queen of that kind of shit, you know, I've often said it, she's my favourite author of all time um, I love Stephen King, but Agatha Christie is the original queen of suspense she knew how to write And okay, there's some slightly racist dialogue in some of her earlier work. It was written a long time ago. But um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Agatha Christie. And I will be checking out Death of the Nile at some point because I think Wonder Woman's in that, isn't she? Gal Gadot? Um, Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, okay, cool. Well, I've watched... I'll do two more, if that's all right. Um, One that I know you've seen, which I'll very quickly mention because it's not horror, but is, again, an incredible achievement in filmmaking... Um, Extraction 2. Okay, they're they're not wanners because there's cuts, and if you know your stuff like me and Gavin, and a lot of you guys, you can spot where the edits are, but sometimes sometimes they're really good. (laughs) Extraction 2 is essentially almost like there's a 25 minute scene explain what that is to the audience don't know yeah so sorry Extraction 1 was Chris Hemsworth aka Thor um, it's a Netflix film being, yeah these are Netflix movies but tell, I tell you they're very good and the budget on them is they made me fall back in love with action these these are the sort of movies we're getting at like John Wicks and stuff they make me fall back in love with these action movies and Extraction, and extraction 2 are directed by stuntmen who also operate the camera so they get involved in it you know they're driving the car they're falling out of the building with chris hemsworth and they try and do as many of the the fight scenes and stuff in one take um and like i said they very cleverly hide some of the edits there's a 25 minute scene which feels like it's one long take at the beginning of extraction two which starts in a prison with a riot people fighting chris hemsworth fights his way out gets in a car they're chased by bikes and quad bikes across european highway into a factory then onto a train then with helicopters and you just you're trying to catch your breath and it's incredible filmmaking and okay it does by the end of the movie it was a bit like the first one i get that but i tell you what if you want to watch a couple of action movies you haven't seen and you want to see something original and i tell you man crush on chris hemsworth because he could rescue me any day My God. When he says, when he winks at the little girl and says, Don't worry, I'll take care of you, you think, Well, I believe you. Because you can fight off about 20 blokes at once.
0: I bet you would grease yourself up so he couldn't really grab you. So he'd just have to keep grabbing you over and over.
2: Oh, quick. There's only one part of me that isn't grease. Popping out his grip the whole time. But yeah, uh, extraction to as good as the first one for me i'll be going back to those movies really loved them the other one i'm going to mention is another netflix uh, original um and it's a german film which came out in 21 not many people if any have heard of it it's called blood red sky you heard of it
0: um it, well the one in the airplane
2: yes yeah yes. i've
0: seen that i saw it really came out
2: okay cool i was bl- not blown away but very very surprised by this it's um mum and daughter yeah. passenger 57 meets dust till dawn is all i will say it's a german movie so it's dubbed over there's no way to watch it in its original german language starts in scotland at an airport goes into the air and there's lots of twists and turns in it um just really good um i'm not I, I, it's got a twist in it which i don't want to spoil but if, if you know dust till dawn you might know where i'm going with that really worth a watch and gets you rooting for the for the bad guys to get killed by the even badder guy or woman um whoops uh so that's the other two um i've got one other one to talk about have you got anything else
0: uh i've been watching lots of columbo oh i
2: love columbo. just
0: one more thing
2: just one i more thing. love Columbo. he's my favorite tv detective as I've, I've often said it
0: there's something very uh uh nice and innocent about Columbo. i know it's dealing with definite but there's something like happy with it it's like very comforting about the
2: show don't know why it's crazy that the networks back then basically allowed them to make these 90 minute they're, they're movies essentially they, they, they're all yeah, about an hour was, to well, 90 six, minutes
0: six episode a season so that you could because they're that length i presume and they, I, have, and, they have to be though to get get that story in the of mystery they, you have to do they, that
2: and they don't need a budget, a big budget, because there's no special effects. It's just the dialogue, the acting, the directing. Oh, great,
0: great actors in them as well. You know, there's Vincent Price. This is one of them. You got, <clears throat> um, uh, you get loads of people in different.
2: Yeah, programs. loads of people pop up, and obviously Peter Falk is incredible. watched a
0: really good one with Sarah. I was like, oh, can you, "Do you want to fancy a fancy combo? She's like, "Oh yeah, go on then." And she's watched, she's watched some since when She hasn't been me, but it's with Donald Pleasance.
2: Yeah, and yeah. it's a
0: really good episode where he's like he owns like a wine place. Um, it's a really good episode. Um,
2: yeah, there's two episodes I used to watch that a lot with my mum when I was younger. And there's two episodes that I really remember. One was where she kills a man with a lump of ice, and he's in a swimming pool.
0: Oh, and it melts away, and, so
2: and then yeah. melts the ice away. And the other one is where the guys trained a Doberman to attack if the phone rings and a certain word is said
0: oh nice i'm not good to these two yet
2: uh, okay i won't say any more than but yeah i just love the way oh what about the one with Columbo? It, the guy knows Columbo's onto him so he gives Columbo some jam with poison in it
0: oh i haven't seen that yet don't sh- sh- uh, okay
2: man I say jesus there's some oh wow you're in am at, se- at
0: season three
2: yeah, I don't know what season C was. The they, they used to get a run in the UK in the 80s and 90s, and I just used to watch them with my mum uh, on a Sunday afternoon.
0: They're on 3V. v, free v. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, Sweet, free. man, sweet. Um, I did notice also a friend of mine's in a film coming out soon, which I didn't even know was going on. Now, he didn't... Uh, I'm not going to say who, but it doesn't matter. But um, So, yeah, he didn't tell me just in case the studios are listening, I think, because it, like on IMDb, it's kind of like... A, Saying it and does under wraps what the story is, but apparently it's an essentially a prequel to Rosemary's Baby, mm. which I had no idea is being made, which is interesting. Because obviously, you've got that Exist movie coming out now, so it must be a resurgence of not remakes, but the. the Pre, pre-makes pre and prequels and i don't know yeah. i don't know so it's one of those things you don't know if it's gonna be any good or not or it's what but i didn't even know that was coming out like I had no idea not a prequel to rosie but what would that be must be
2: how would they do that I it don't
0: the know, cult? would it be not, about the cult uh, it must be just yeah the how the cult gets formed possibly I yeah guess. And, and
2: maybe like all the people in the building and how they all moved into there and sort of yeah
0: <laughs> but uh-huh. I, I did say to him but, but then again the strikes have just finished but I did say to him when's it coming out and he says he has no idea because of the strikes yeah. uh, but they did come to some agreement yesterday I think so um, the longest I think this has been ever in Hollywood
2: indeed indeed it's affected a lot of films and, and TV oh, shows and, and of people.
0: businesses outside that like yeah. for them and just loads of businesses outside of Hollywood yeah
2: um, talking of things that are coming out, just for I will mention my other movie in a minute. But I did notice yesterday that they've announced they're making another Halloween film. Not necessarily part four of the trilogy that, that has just come out, but just another Halloween movie. Like, why can we just leave it for a bit?
0: It's so weird that no one's jumped on to the next Friday Thirteenth movie because it would be part thirteen it's so strange that no one's done it yet and i i know it's been tried and they did go oh we could do a foul footage fried jason one hes jason's got a camcorder and it's like that's not gonna work um and i know it has been you know ideas have come along it, but i'm so surprised no one's jumped on that so I it, know, would I tr- money. it would make and
2: money. jason is arguably the more marketable of the two it would because make money. everyone everyone knows that hockey mask you know yeah. and definitely it would I think where like if, if Freddie
0: right. where Nightmare on Elm Street now it was uh, you know Robert England you could still see him as uh, his uh, personality through it where obviously Halloween and uh, uh, Friday the 13th with the mask obviously yes you could arguably say oh that character Kane Hodder's better than the so and so Fair enough, probably are a bit, but at the end of the day, you can put someone else with that mask on them and put that portrait of the character where you know, didn't go for that. So, Halloween's going out there, so why is Friday the 13th not? Maybe we should make it.
2: Maybe we should. Friday the 13th, part 13, the 13th Friday. Yeah, there we go. It's
0: weird that you know, they haven't done it.
2: Um, the last movie I wanted to watch, uh, I wanted to watch the last movie I wanted to mention that I'd watched, um. Very quickly, last night I rewatched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Because uh, 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 uh. that again is at UK Netflix. UK Netflix absolutely killing it right now. There's so much good stuff on there. Um, they <laughs> just. Oh, that reminds me. The Res- Resident Evil movies just hit it, and I thought that was incredible as well. I need to finish watching that, but I was, uh, when I said it was shot nice. it's just at times when
0: you have the house outside, it's just like all the colours and stuff and the fog and stuff. It was those sorts of shots were really nice and stuff, you know?
2: I know you say, eh, about Netflix, but, Gav, they are killing it. If you look at what's on there at the moment, there's so much great movie stuff, not just horror, but new stuff's on there. As I said, like Ghostbusters Afterlife deep house blood red sky extraction one and two um and unbearable weight of massive talent which is another one i want to talk about at a moment with nicholas cage which i absolutely loved and the reason that they've got better and this is a bit of a, a rant so bear with me is because what i know it's controversial but they've stopped people from sharing their accounts because they were bleeding money netflix and i know they've got a lot of money but since then apparently they've made an extra 15 million a year or something like that um which isn't really a lot but it's enough to pump money back into getting the rights to films some newer films i need to
0: check my check my membership because the kids have got my account at their house as well
2: Mm, oh, you won't be it. able to I don't think you'll be able to share it anymore on different devices Like it's, it's limited to a, a VPN or something
0: I haven't no the kids haven't said anything so
2: no, no 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 we can okay but it's weird okay. I, did, I didn't yeah, realise it happened okay but yeah they, so they've stopped that but, but they have got really good with what they've got on there a lot of new stuff like I mentioned <laughs> to you yeah that Resident Evil movie Welcome to Raccoon City I put that on the other night expecting meh but I tell you what I would happily watch that any time, a, a, much better than any of the ones with Miljakovitch, because it felt like a yeah. Resident Evil movie.
0: It, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to watch it again. But I was the same. I kind of put it on while I sort of sorting out the flat uh in the same room that is so i was kind of watching it but but i didn't think enough of it to go oh i'll wait till this evening and watch this do you not know I mean and uh yeah. I, i'd recommend is sitting like...
2: down in and watching it in one yeah, go no, no, because i might
0: start again yeah
2: i'm i'm a big fan of the first two games i never really i'm not into it as a lot of people oh, are part four is good well there's easter eggs in it all the way through from all the games but i've spotted all the easter eggs from from resident evil one and two and i really like the characters and the way they have done it I like the zombies. i like the, the It was quite scary at times. Again, my wife was watching it with me. She was terrified. Uh, It's just good stuff. Apparently, they, they got the blueprint of the mansion from Capcom. So they recreated the mansion perfectly from the game. You know and they've got the helicopter crash and all that stuff, and they've got elements of Resident Evil 2 in it. And like I could say all the other movies have got a little bit, isn't it? Highly recommend that. But the last one I wanted to talk about because I've talked about a billion movies, that and we'll get on to about I know the last one I want to talk about was the unbearable uh weight of massive talent, which I know some people like, some people didn't, but that again hit UK Netflix recently. It's <gasps> Nicolas Cage as Nichols. Nick Cage, slightly. Oh. Like,
0: very quickly, I had a uh, uh, sorry pause. Dan's frozen. Very quickly, very. Uh, I was in a shop uh, with um, Sarah's daughter, Wren, and we were uh, doing a quick bit of shopping. I was like, "Let's go and wheel codes because it's shutting down. And everything's real cheap. Let's get in here, have a little look around." So that's what I was doing. And uh, the guy in the checkout just looked so unhappy. Not because I think the store's shutting down. I think he just, just unhappy. I was unhappy. Like, so. Oh, what's up, man? Oh, I'm tired. Didn't sleep well last night. So, I said, oh, was so was chat him And I was wearing my Wickerman t-shirt, and he said, "Oh, that, that's a cool t-shirt." And I was like, "Yeah, it's Wickerman." And he went, was that the one with Nicolas Cage? <laughs> and I was like, "No, oh, man. Fuck. Don't say that. that that's no Edward Woodward. You need. Have you seen the original?" No, no. And I said, "You need to get home tonight and watch that, and it perk you up. It make you feel a lot better." Next day, didn't know it was gonna happen. I was back in Wilco's. He's there again. He's like, "It's me again. It's the Wickerman guy." And he went because I was cheering him up. Oh. So, oh yeah, yeah I haven't watched it yet it's funny it's one of the bees bees I was like yes yeah, it's the bees I was, <laughs> so I mean we'll go just like, check out just saying the bees and um, uh, hopefully he's watched it and maybe he's happier now you could, I'm not sure you if watching the
2: Wicker Man is going to cheer someone up for that ending I guess
0: not but I, I, it cheers tried.
2: me up you tried yeah what, what were you saying about nicholas cage and um Nicolas cage? it's a great movie um i thought it was very fun um very meta uh, obviously because he's playing a version of himself um and everybody knows the story you know he, he gets hired by the cia to go and become friends with a drug baron on an island who's a big fan of his and it kind of just they become friends and then there's lots of sort of do i dob him in or do i stay his friend it's just, and it's just great and they they harken back to a lot of nicholas cage movies there's even a younger version of a minute in his dream and um yeah uk netflix we're not endorsed by them in any way but at the moment guys they're killing it go on there and check out what's going on yeah that's it for me anything more from you
0: no let's get on with the show
2: let's get this show on the road baby okay uh well let's uh go with a little trailer shall we for um final destination.
1: I got this feeling, It's a
2: weird feeling.
1: The cabin starts to shake
0: right? and, and the, the left side blows up and then the whole plane just explodes. The plane's
1: going explode! It's not a joke!
2: It's not a joke! We get thrown off the plane all because Browning has a bad dream?
1: I saw it. The plane, it's gonna blow up, it's gonna blow up! <laughs> All 287 passengers are feared dead.
0: Because of you, I'm still alive.
1: In death, there are no accidents. No coincidences.
2: And no escapes.
0: Did it happen again? Did you see Todd die?
2: What if it was our time? What if we were not meant to get off that plane? What if there is a design? Then it's not finished.
1: By walking off the plane, you're cheating death. You have to figure out when
2: it's coming back at you. What do you got now? He
1: knows which one of us is next. You have a responsibility to tell me.
0: I knew I should have hit on Tammy in the pool that time. Don't let it happen,
1: okay? Uh, Nobody has control over life and death. Unless they are taking lives and causing death.
0: Now can you promise me that no one else is going to die? Get 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 off!
2: So that was the trailer. Here is us going into detail on Final Destination from get the year.
0: In right in there.
2: Getting in there into the creases for Dino Final Destination from the year 2000. Alex Browning is among a group of high school students on a trip to Europe. He suddenly has a premonition their airplane will crash. He screams to warn the others, but is thrown off the plane. And then the plane crashes after they get off. Dot, dot, dot. Doesn't give you a lot of information, which is cool if you've not seen this. Um, directed by James Wong. Very who, fun concept. Very fun concept. And originally, it was an X Files script uh, for an episode of the X Files, which James that, Wong.
0: And um, but makes sense.
2: James Wong also directed several episodes of the X Files. Um, and when you know that, you kind of see it because actually, the way it's shot um even the coloring the color palette the clothing something about it does sort of speak X-Files from around the late 90s early 2000s yeah, not a bad
0: thing it, it, it um it's got it's kind of like uh not like m- crazy cinema quality but it's it's like good TV movies like X-Files were really well produced films I was so, I was so surprised with X-Files episodes, I've, I think I've even missed you or Sarah before. just been like, I've oh, just seen the boom mic. Only like twice in all the episodes you see a look because their production's so tight. It's Very so good. good.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, so that sort of stuff sticks out when you see it. And, uh, yeah, this is very much like it, in that sort of vein. Like, it's not crazy over the top, but it's definitely big enough. And the concept is such a great trailer fodder, that would have got people in cinemas. And I, I saw it uh, around a guy called Ken's House, who uh, I think joined the military, in a place called Denmark Square. That's all I could tell
2: I saw it at the cinema... Um... I think, on a date, and I went back to watch it again probably a week later. really liked it. Because you get a
0: hand job on the first date, so you couldn't concentrate.
2: (laughs) Uh, Back then, I was lapping up any horror I could get in the cinema. So And I had disposable income, and I was lapping up popcorn. But I wasn't putting holes in the bottom of popcorn, if that's where you're going. I wasn't
0: going there, but
2: yeah. I think what they've done with their budget is great, because they've cast basically people you don't really know other than a little cameo from Tony Todd who's great and yeah, okay maybe um, Ali Larter, um, who plays Clear Rivers and Stifler who wanted a chance to do something other than play Stifler and I think he's incredible in this um, so they've saved their budget for the deaths which is what this is about you know the deaths and the death scenes and they're not exactly like blowing blown you out the water with the death scenes but the plane explosion's good some of the beheadings and although there's some cgi and it's early cgi as well but it looks great they've done it they've used it sparingly and there's some good practical effects as well um so their budget was retained for for the deaths and then they cast a lot of unknowns who are for the most part pretty good and they're characters that you kind of a lot of them have got an arc, you know. You've got the, the dickhead who's a bit of a drinker and well, then well, you get by the your, end of it, he's all right, you know. You've got
0: kind of to get your cliches, almost your slasher trope, but almost like it's a group of different people. And you need it as well, because if you're having a... The, yeah, yeah commodity of for your film is literally just like uh, death is coming to get people we want to see death getting people so you need a few people to say you can kill them off
2: yeah and there's a good i think there's seven of them that get off the plane so we know that we're going to get at least six deaths with if there's only one surviving obviously there's a few survivors which most people have seen this so spoilers are coming but um but yeah and um it's just i really really enjoyed this movie i love the characters i love the deaths uh and i really like the second one which we'll get to as well it's just got it all for me in this one really um great concept didn't see any of it come in made me jump twice at the cinema didn't make me jump since because you know obviously i've seen it a billion times now but just just good 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 stuff and god this movie screams 2000 the soundtrack all the songs on the soundtrack oh, are just yeah. they're just so early 2000s pop you're just rock like expecting limp biscuits to pop up yeah you know? dido you know you want all these sort of artists in there um but yeah it's great so that's my kind of overall on it and I guess
1: we'll
0: just dive on in shall we well it's, 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 it's for me it's <coughs> a kind of not as much i would actually probably go to the what, the other one I'm going to say more but it's kind of reminds me of the Paranormal Activity series like they're they're all sort of fairly enjoyable and you can sort of duck in at any of them if you want really Yeah, and just just sit there and watch one because you know what you're getting and this is great though because like, you've always got the big openings for the uh, different films and you got tony todd at least being a uh, presence which is a link to them um but yeah it is is quite a fun film series
2: and and this is also a fun one because you know a good one to watch with a group of people because some of the deaths are literally like when someone dies you know because it's some of them are quite big and epic um talking about like a bus for example so there's some good stuff in this and um it made you paranoid, makes everyone paranoid, these movies, you know, because you come out of them thinking, what if I tripped over this, and then that fell over there, and then that landed on that, flipped that up in Is there
0: any stoners, uh, any character stoners in any of the film series? Because that I, must I, be the worst fucking high,
2: Just I the think paranoia. As, as close as we get in this one is probably Stifler. He's not a stoner, but he's quite dopey at times. The good thing I would he's say is... He's a whiny bitch. James Wong obviously loves his horror movies because all the characters are named after people prominent in horror. Yeah. So you've got, um, I won't say all their full names, but their surnames are Browning, as in Todd Browning. You've got um, Billy Hitchcock, Agent Shrek. Um, They're all named after people. There's Terry Chaney. And then in the second one you've got the Carpenter family, obviously John Carpenter and a few other ones. So they did this thing where they sort of and there's a lot of The good thing as well, the last thing I'll say before we get into it is having owned this on DVD back in the day, still got it somewhere with all the Easter eggs. So all the way through, there's clues. So this movie is great for a rewatch or a third or fourth watch, if you know what's happening, because if you look, there's clues everywhere. Not only do the characters spot clues, which, you know, obviously they're scripted for them to spot, but us, the audience can spot little clues here and there, you know, a skull here, a train toy train there a toy plane there there's all these little things and even things like um, 666 appearing somewhere or uh, John Denver plays John Denver famously died in well, a plane we're crash get, and... we're
0: getting get into
2: it yeah and I'm, I'm just going to say that there's loads of little clues and stuff and little nods to other horror movies as well so yeah, yeah absolutely stuff.
0: and uh, not homage would it be like a uh, uh,
2: just uh, an easter egg really no
0: uh, yeah. yeah whatever right whatever. anyway
2: let's do it so we kick off with a good score great little score very x as the credits roll um and again there's loads of clues in this opening montage of things that may or may not happen they're all probably going to happen and we meet stan
0: basically here we have like this info dump of this kid and his family and the dynamic
2: well he's not called stan i say that because devon sawyer who plays alex our main character played stan in the m&m music video stan so oh, that was he? what, oh, what he's very, very nice. famous for um then he got cast in this so um i oh, always okay. see him and think of dear stan but yes we meet alex a very superstitious 17 year old um and he is about to go to paris now instantly, you and i are reminded of our favorite werewolf movie oh yes indeedy <laughs> oh uh, there is a little bit of an element of american Ralph in paris in a bunch of americans going off to europe they're all very excited they're i all i've thought full of that
0: before
2: you know I just love it if they, like,
0: at the airport they bump into those guys and then we could just turn on American Ralph paris and it's them beginning bumping into those guys then carrying on we could have this link uh, through all films
2: it'd be like the marvel universe but but smaller
0: but the, 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 the paris universe
2: and they just all go to paris (laughs) and get eaten by werewolves um
0: yeah CGI ones got to be a real bad cgi ones but that's because i I love them
2: we we he gets to the airport so we we, you know he pretty much goes there straight away and he meets his classmates some of them are friends some of them are not it's the usual thing um he's got a buddy called carter Um, well carter's a bit of a bully but he's got a buddy called todd there's billy hitchcock who's played by stifler who i think is so good, I've said it several times. Yeah, but I he's good. So yeah. good in this, really. Like, although he's a bit of a dope, he really like comes across as such a genuinely sweet kid in this. You know, it's so different from Stifler, who's just this horrible, horrible person. <laughs> um, and Stifler is quite funny. We got yeah, well, he's my favourite character in those movies. Um, Claire Rivers, played by Ali Larter, she's going to be one of our sort of main characters. So they all meet at the airport. And everybody starts sort of chatting. Um, there's lots of clues again. I'm not going to keep going on about them, John Denver playing, all that kind of stuff. And they get on the plane. So they're off to the premise is they're all off to France because they're learning French. They've got a, a French French teacher.
0: Before he gets uh, on it, what was the thing with him uh, when he looked up at the gate, uh, the boarding gate? It was opening and closing. They made it a, a quite a dramatic thing. That didn't actually really come into play. Obviously, He's going to get an airplane, but that doesn't actually come to play. That that I don't know he, why.
2: He's paranoid. He's paranoid, and so when things aren't working smoothly, like, and that was like, taking ages,
0: he thinks, <try> thinks it's a, uh, uh, a key or an indication of
2: something bad. He just is worried. He's. I think he's always had this premise of. Um. <laughs> I'm a, sus- I'm a little bit suspicious if things aren't running smoothly and it, it plays out when he has the vision in a minute on the plane i think i think that's my that's for me that's the backstory i've made up is that he's always had a little bit of a a vibe like a psychic vibe
0: it's probably he probably didn't like it then when his teacher is told by a harry krishna like it's not the end and gives him yeah. a pamphlet and stuff probably didn't make it much better and it's funny his birthday though is the same as the departure time and he's like because the guy's like oh that's interesting. Your birthday is the same time as the departure time.
2: Yeah, and that is a weird. Like those sort of coincidences are the things you think, "Oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it?" Yeah. Um, his buddy says to him, "Let's go take a shit."
0: Yeah, He's- yeah. They go because you don't want to. Because if you fence that girl and you want to try and pull that girl on the airplane, you don't want to be shitting and the smell of shit. You know, goes out into the airplane.
2: Do you really want her to? He's talking about the hot girl. Do you really want her to associate you with that smell that gets in the back of your throat and makes your eyes water a bit? And he's like, okay, let's go and take a shit together. And that's where they hear John Denver playing on the radio. And they're like, oh, John Denver, he died in a plane. And so Alex is starting to think, hang on a minute, there's a lot of weird things I'm seeing here. And now, and now when I'm trying to take a shit, John Denver's playing as well. This is
0: At this, this point here, weird. I'd forgotten it, this was an excellent episode, I did actually think that uh, uh, this would remain a good Twilight Zone episode.
2: Yeah, it's definitely got that kind of... I mean, the, the fact they turned it into a 90-minute movie without it becoming boring in any way is a testament, really. Yeah. Um, Well, they get on the plane, don't
0: they, Gav? They do. Um, uh, I've got a little icon just coming up soon. I've never, ever had a little icon in my notes. And it's a little airplane going off.
2: Oh, wow. You've drawn a little... Can you show me?
0: I can try.
2: Looking forward to this, drawing of an airplane.
0: Well, I didn't draw it. Uh... Oh, no. This is too hard, dude.
2: Oh, don't worry about it, I believe you.
0: Oh, my note's vanished, that's why. Okay,
2: well, anyway, you've got an icon of an airplane. Did you so that just appeared on your tablet?
0: Yeah, I wrote it and it, it popped up instead. Um, Switch. it's not worth how, much, how long this has taken to talk about it, that's for sure. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, I really am apologizing. Anyway, they we get do on know the what we're doing, it's almost 10 years we've been doing this. Like, they get on months. the plane.
2: Yes. and everybody starts getting in their seats and there are some of them are nervous some of them are not some of them are excited he's they asked want to, to
0: trade seats isn't he
2: yeah he has to trade seats and he wants to sit next to the hot girl but the hot girl wants to sit with that, her good well, friend well explain this better
0: our, our man our lead man who has a premonition he's just like oh I'll sit down oh i'm gonna die and this girl sits next to him her friend his friend wants to get with but she says, comes up to him and says, can you trade seats go sit with your buddy so I can sit with my buddy? And he just goes, yeah. And his friend's like, oh, what? Like, I thought I was going to sit with her and I could pull her. So so he's basically moved seats from the seat he was supposed to sit in. And this is cheating death. <laughs>
2: yeah and that's really cool because it's a very it's not something you really think about really until it comes up later in the movie when he's trying to figure out death's plan death's design because essentially dear listeners everyone dies in the order they would have died his on the kindness, plane
0: his kindness ladies and gentlemen for moving uh, uh, uh to another seat was uh, re- re- rewarded with uh, not dying so remember that be kind
2: So he sits down in this new seat and then he realises that the little knob that you turn to bring the table down breaks off and he thinks, oh, hang on a minute, this plane doesn't seem safe.
0: I've not mentioned anything to do with knob turning.
2: The plane starts to take off.
0: There's a really great suspense orchestration or score here. Uh, It's really good. Uh, I was quite impressed with the music throughout this film, actually. It was, uh, like I said, like a higher production than that. You know, it's probably an orchestra. I don't think it was samples. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Well, the plane takes off. um, There's a bit of turbulence, and it carries on. A bit more turbulence. And then the turbulence really kicks in. Everyone starts panicking a bit. Gas masks pop down um the oxygen masks not the gas masks and all of a sudden there's an explosion on one of the wings then sparks flying things flying all over the place within the plane then half the one side of the plane rips off it's not good students are sucked out the teacher is trying to help what, she's trying to hold oh no hang on hold on Poof, she's gone loads of people are sucked out the plane and then the last thing we see is a fiery explosion and Alex our main character melting in flaming death on a plane
0: yeah everyone's been sucked out that's, sounds weird um yeah sucked it's off, just sucked out sucked out uh, I don't know what sucked out is but that's sounds, doesn't sound good um <laughs> uh yeah people burning you look at them they actually on fire and it's just like what the shit and the dude's just looking around and go whoa and then just wakes up and then he wakes up and he's like and he, oh my god you imagine he, that though he's just like he, he, is it the mushrooms i took like yesterday's and they kicked in still
2: so he doesn't necessarily wake up does he but it's like he's had this like daydream like a sn- it was like a split second but it felt like you know like a dream lasts a lot longer than it actually is and he, he sort of, he's sweating and he thinks what the fuck I've just dreamt that everyone hey, on this plane hey, died he uh, obviously as you can imagine listeners freaks the fuck out well then deja vu starts happening because then will you trade seats he gets up, then the knob comes off. Then he's looking around, and everyone's saying the same things they were in his so vision.
0: It's too much. I think if he gets to like three of something, that's uh, 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 the magic number. At that point, you're like, "No, this is this is two coincidence, maybe three? No, no, no."
2: So he gets up. He's removed off the plane. It, well, he said, but he's removed because he says something you probably shouldn't say on a plane, which is, "This plane's going to explode. Yeah, everyone's going to die."
0: <laughs> not, not nowadays. That's for sure.
2: This was before 9-11, and he's getting kicked off. If you even stood up and said, "If you you probably got shot since 9-11 yeah. for saying that. Um, so he's, he's removed off the plane. It, him saying that causes a bit of a fight between the bully who not punches him. So him and his girlfriend, um, one of the teachers, well, both teachers, but then one of them goes back on. So they're all removed off the plane and held in the airport the French teacher the one who's actually French says I'll get on the plane and I'll go to Paris because I am French and I you know one of us has and, got to go and, with the kids
0: and they tell them to get on a, a late you have to get on a later flight basically that you tell them yeah um, And, and they're, obviously they're, they're they're asked to leave because he's freaking out and they need to get going I suppose is the times they've got to get going because I was wondering because they just say oh you have to get a later one so it's not it's just because he's freaking out is the reason they get him off and unfortunately other people who just be standing in the uh, the gangway whereas he's walking they're being pulled out kind of get stuck in it so we have this group uh yeah uh, you know still land on land
2: step a bit more of them because he's a bit late and then he's like he's trying to get to his seat and then he ends up just getting pushed off the plane so
0: he's like,
2: they sit him down and they say you know there's a bit more of a tussle between um uh what's his name Ugh of carter and alex because carter's really annoyed he wants to go to paris and alex says well look this is what happened i just had a vision that the plane exploded and i can't explain it all i know is is that i got off even Ali, Lata, Claire Rivers, her character's name, gets off. She doesn't know any of them, but she says...
0: Yeah, she sort of getting off, and she's just, like, kind of, like... Not, she's she, got the
2: same vibe. She definitely thinking, like,
0: lights incense at home. She's that sort of person. Yeah, yeah. And uh, does yoga and likes flowers. I'm um, not saying nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's what I've... She's very natural. And she just sees that, and she's like, I think that that kid knows what he's talking about.
2: And there's this You're great talking. shot where um, Stifford is looking out the, the window of the... Um, the airport, and he he sees the plane go by, and it's very it's like the omen here because as the plane goes by, the trail sort of cuts yeah. across his
0: neck. It's just like uh, oh, yeah, very nice. No, I didn't know it's And that. he says
2: he says, "There they go, <gasps> and here, here we stay,
0: here we stay." And then
2: and then a yeah. little flash in the sky.
0: It's really nice then, because you've got the the distance of sound traveling.
2: Yeah, it's, and this is the budget. So a tiny flash in the sky, and then Stifler turns around, and he's oh, my God! And then all the windows blow out, and the plane explosion. just explodes, and it rains down thousands of fiery balls.
0: It's really well done for, like, the time. Really
2: good plane explosion, for you know. For the time,
0: you know, because, obviously, it, this is, like, CGI. But, yeah, it's a good call to do, like, a small plane from a distance sort of thing, but, um, yeah, it's good.
2: And everybody... They're in shock. Looks at, they all look at Alex basically
0: as in like he, your thought would be fuck i was about to die oh my god and then all of a
2: sudden it's gonna to change to
0: how the fuck did he know that and it's weird like what the shit and then it's just to, that's, that's a range of emotions you could be dealing with there.
2: yeah because they're all scared of him they're angry with him they're suspicious but they're also grateful Actually, you know it's like yeah and confused ultimately um, yeah. and then you start thinking about all your mates that were on the plane that died just died including the trauma his is buddy be hard. his buddy Todd his brother was on the plane so Todd's <sighs> lost his brother so you've got all that is about to kick in soon with the grief um, so the feds show up
0: yeah interrogation and, uh,
2: they start questioning them you said just before you got off the plane that this plane was going to explode why did you say that how did you know and obviously they think there's potential terrorism or, or, or something they're just doing these two fbi guys on a side note are fantastic um they've got like a bit of banter between them that kid gives me the creeps but you give me the creeps do you they're know they're... Not,
0: they're not very threatening are they? because one of, one of them is like i think i kind of believe him you know he's kind of like fucking molder
2: they're quite funny though. What was the movie we watched where the two um, FBI guys were talking about coffee or something? You know, what was that one where they were like, "I like coffee, yeah, do you know, best Is coffee it, in town."
0: It's a massive coffee discussion. Yeah, I can't remember what, but yeah, it's a big, that, big coffee discussion going on quite a lot. Yeah, it's like, why <laughs> yeah. talk about coffee so much? And
2: that—that's like these two guys. They're just like there's a bit of backstory with them. I, I, I quite like that. I didn't wa- did wa-
0: did, do that. I did watch Ten to Midnight again not long ago, and I quite enjoyed. Uh, talking about quiche. It off. Uh, no but He's really pissed off that he bought quiche. And it, it's like, <laughs> you've said quiche at least three or four times now. I don't know why this is such a... a fi- why are we still filming this? It, it's really weird.
2: <laughs> well, Alex gets grilled. Um, Todd obviously is crying. His brother was on the plane. Everybody's very upset. Grief starts to set in. Finally, they allow their parents and family into the room. Why? Um, you- every- Go on.
0: Is it only him that cheats death? Why is it only him that can do this? It was only supposed to be him. The other people just got... Do you know what I mean? If it's up to him, he would have been in that seat, but me would have been at home. No no one else affected. Do you know what I mean? Why, As uh, I've explained,
2: I believe he has always been slightly in tune with him. this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, because he has No, not,
2: not just him, because Claire Rivers, she... Senses these things as as is discovered more and more, and then in the second one as well, so he says you've got to open yourself up the, to the signs so that, that the world presents you
0: well, so you think that these other people were destined to have deaf as well, but they deaf knew that uh well, not Death didn't, know because Death had been pissed off. If Death, and Death would have stopped him doing that and made him stay in that seat. So whatever Death, it Death is... Death thought he
2: was wiping out 130 people there so, and done so and dusted. What,
0: whatever it is, it's not Death. I, what do we call it? His His lucky bastardness. I don't know. His okay. four-leaf clover. I don't know. Uh, it must have known, like, oh, okay. Actually, we can save a few more. But why save these ones? What? What? I, I psychic, do you know
2: what I mean? psychic intuition. Well, it's just, it's just luck. Like you said, some it, of them were stuck in the. It's just a movie,
0: and there's no reason for it at all. And I'm well, just getting I think into it's too just, much.
2: Well, it's just luck. But yes, it is just a movie. Yes, 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 they needed six or seven deaths, so six or seven people get just, moved just, off the yeah. plane. I was just wondering because it is—it's just luck. It's all luck, and it's all fate because tony todd goes into this a little bit when we meet him so it's all luck and it's all fate he's always had a slight psychic intuition i think yeah. and he he basically he starts teaching them you know to look out for these signs that he's always seen and other people think he's paranoid and other and if you open your up like i talked about my kids in the intro you're, sometimes if you more people are more some people are more open to these these signs and these these supernatural things if you believe in them or not yeah and I think it's just luck or fate that these people came off. But death, obviously, is like, well, actually, that's not my plan. My plan was to wipe you all out. So I'm going to have to come back and get you all individually now. Um, but again, it's just a fucking movie as well. You're right. Yeah,
1: so. yeah that's
0: the thing. <laughs> I, I, you know, we can review and really get in You It could be really wanky and get really in depth with any fucking movie. Oh, I see the passion in here and the symbolism of Christianity or some shit. You know, what's really
2: good here with the parents turning up is um, we get a little snippet of family life for each of them just for a split second. So yeah, you get yeah. to see some of them are come from money, some of them aren't. Claire Rivers has no one show up for her.
0: It's it's quite nice getting to know the characters so uh, you start to feel a bit more uh, uh, at home uh, when it flips from one story to the next story. Uh, 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 not story, but the next other person. Where it flips from one house to the next of what's going on and stuff. Uh, you start to get to feel quite used to them and uh, feel quite at home with them if that makes sense yeah
2: yeah and like i say claire's got no family so she ends up getting a lift home from alex and his dad and they all go home to their own families and it's all over the news it's all that's anything that's on the tv now and then we get a series of a montage of news reports telling us there were no survivors but news reports that seven people did get taken off the plane just before it exploded. We'll give give you more on this when we hear it. Um, and then we cut to 31 days later. Um, is this like the memorial? This is the funeral, yeah. The funeral. Uh, like the memorial, whatever you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> and the reason it's 31 days later is because 31 classmates and, and the teacher died so they wanted to mark the 31 by doing this 31 days later so they all stand up and they read things out and everyone's very sad and they erected a big um memorial and, yes and i said erected you did and obviously uh alex is probably feeling a bit like
0: oh,
2: oh, you know well alex is not allowed to see his buddy todd because todd's dad has forbidden it, because he's, they're kind of basically scared of Alex, because Alex was the one that started this on, you know, almost predicted it. So him and his buddy, there's a really sweet scene where they stand next to each other, and he says, I miss you. And he says, I miss you too, but my dad just won't let me see you at the moment. I'm really sorry. And then he says, I've got to go up and read this out for my brother. It says how I feel. And it's so sad, because he's like, I've got to go up and read this little poem out about my, because my brother died, you know, and it's, they're all really sad and that bully carter sort of says to him i hope you don't think i owe you for anything because i don't i control my own destiny okay uh, it's, it's nothing to do with you you didn't save me you know I, i'm i'm in charge of my own life and he's clearly got a, a booze problem at, you know it's 17 he's drinking loads of jack daniel probably drink driving so we get again little snippets of backstory with all these characters and Clear's there and the FBI are there they're still watching Alex
0: yeah they are they're, they're not there for any other reason they're here because it's a bit like why the fuck how does a kid know this stuff um, <clears throat> but how long do you watch him for or I suppose you're not I suppose maybe because that's a significant thing go see his reactions yeah uh, and just uh, try and judge it I guess
2: Sean William Scott's really sweet he says to him hey uh if I ask out um, Mary to the, on a date, would she say, yeah? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, okay. Well, and he starts asking him, he's like, I can't predict all these things.
1: Benny. Oh, like, he I, thinks
0: he's <laughs>
2: brilliant. He's like, I, I only saw a vision of the plane exploding. Like, I know nothing more about what's going on in our future. Um, and then the only person that seems grateful is Claire. She says to him, because of you, I'm still alive. I can't thank you enough. You're like, you know, you're no one else wants to speak to you, but if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And, and it must be I, so I,
0: weird for him. Imagine if you, 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 listener. imagine if you could predict, you predicted like this major event, it would like, what, how weird you would feel from that. You it know? is
2: weird.
0: Uh, we go back to houses now, don't we? And there's a Reggie Allo style film camera movement going along. Uh, mm. and it's quite hard to talk about things like this when you're on a podcast, but it's just really flown camera. And I was like, oh, Reggie Allo, it moves all around the apartment. Yeah, it's a uh, flows around it showing us we feel everything like because being... we know one of these things. We got to guess what is going to be the death instrument, uh, and it shows us everything there, almost yeah. like a detective show or sort of thing. But it reminded me of old school Giallo movies where the camera just pans slowly along everything
2: and it's almost a bit almost a bit like a pov of of this entity of this of death as well isn't it because you're sort of swimming around the house going towards it so we get we're in todd's house this is alex's best mate who lost his brother so since losing his brother in the airplane disaster his dad's become incredibly depressed yeah. and there's lots of issues in the family life todd's obviously a bit down in the dumps he lost his brother he's in the bathroom he has a start to have a little shave. So we're thinking. It's, it's oh. like
0: this chain reaction, isn't
1: it?
2: I think it razor blade? No. Okay. Okay. And then he puts the tweezers up his nose. You're thinking, oh my God, what's what's going to happen? Because as he's putting the tweezers up his nose, all this water starts leaking out the toilet. And you think if he slips on that, he's going to stab himself in the brain. And there's loads of things but, that happen.
0: And music is really suspenseful and it keeps building up to each one of these things. And it's constantly on a up- uphill build up. And it's so good. I'm so impressed with music.
2: All of those things that happen in the bathroom, the one thing that we weren't expecting is him to slip on the water.
0: We see it's like an evil premise, like Michael Myers, basically. This water, close up this water, just going like, which way should I go? Oh, I'll go along the grout of between this tile. Oh, I'll go along this white grout between this tile. Oh, I'll go this way. Go left, go right. And we're like, oh, fuck, it's water. And the way it creeps up reminded me of Michael Myers.
2: <laughs> well Todd slips on this water falls into the bath the cord wraps around his neck from the bath cur- the shower curtain um, and it's a really brutal strangulation because his his eyeballs rupture so they all turn, they turn bright red he's trying to reach the scissors that he was earlier using to cut na- nasal hair and can't reach them and his toes curl up and he's clawing at his own neck to try and get the cord off and then he just dies and that's our first death, other than all the people on the plane, that's our first death of the survivors. So he's dead. While that's happening, his buddy, Alex, is doing his research. He's been frantically like... And of course, the FBI, if they look at his um, internet history, they're going to see he's been researching plane crashes, the blueprints of different planes, how you know different planes can explode. What an idiot. They're going to... But he doesn't know that because it's the year 2000.
0: I presume they're thinking terrorist aren't they? like some sort of uh, terrorism or like something like that I know it's pre 9-11 um, but still
2: yeah a thing to be watched at the time mm. yes it's a uh, so he dies and as he dies we should also mention that while alex is doing his research an owl hits his window now now an owl is a symbol of death some people believe or a bird flying in your house and this makes him throw a paper a newspaper which hits uh, a fan which gets shreds the paper and the word todd lands on the desk and he's like there's a sign i better go and check if todd's all right he gets to todd's house and his body's been wheeled out on a stretcher yeah and obviously the fbi like why are you here
0: and his dad blames him
2: for his death Yep, he said because of you my son killed himself
0: yeah because that's what happened wow
2: (laughs) so it looks like he killed himself so death's very clever it's made it look like an accident because that's what death does and the music
0: is still like very very suspenseful it's such a good score i can't i can't say that enough
2: the water, by the way, the toilet water also sucks back in after it's done its deed, doesn't it? The
0: score is on Spotify if anyone wants to listen to it.
2: It's a very good score.
0: Mm. I listen to but, it whilst doing some work.
2: Yeah, it's a really—it's one of those ones you pop on in the background, and especially in October, I love listening to Halloween um, horror movie scores in what October. You,
0: what did you just say a minute ago?
2: Uh, the toilet water goes, creeps back into the toilet.
0: Yeah, like it, like the uh, the killer, you know, going back again. Yep. Like Michael Myers going back in the hedge.
2: So Alex speaks oh, to no, clear. That's Hayler
0: Simpson, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Alex speaks to clear about his, his clue, his Todd clue. And she says, well, you know, why don't we go and uh, have a look at his body?
0: Yeah, because that's going to do what?
2: Okay. Uh, I don't really want to do that, but let's do that before that though she also shows him her sculptures what do you think about her her, her metal sculpture
0: i didn't oh man i didn't fucking note though i wish i had that uh what were they
2: it was just this crazy loads of metal and she's like this is how you make me feel Fuck And he's like well, i'm sorry that i make you feel this way she's like no it's a good thing you don't know what you are just like this thing doesn't know what it, it is, All it is. yeah I, cow. yeah well anyway she he says she says look i've also been getting this feeling in my stomach as well and i've been seeing or feeling signs why don't we go to the mortuary and see todd again what for because they want to they see him. What for? So they break in to the mortuary. She land, they land in a coffin and she turns around and she says, this is kind of hot. She's getting turned on breaking into a mortuary.
0: There's so many flags for this girl. Even though she's not seems innocent, there's some flags going on. I, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Sarah, Ali, Sarah would probably break into a morgue.
2: Ali Lata is kind of hot as well. Um, but still, I don't know. Anyway, they they, they sneak in into the actual room. They see his body lying there. But lo and behold, here's Tony Todd.
0: Uh, And Todd's arm does actually move with chemicals, which makes Tony Todd come out and says, Oh, sometimes that happens. Okay, Tony Todd.
2: That's the bit. That's one of the bits that really made me jump in the cinema when the dead body's arm moves. I don't know why, it just flicked up and it made me jump.
0: Sometimes the chemicals make it happen. Tony Todd goes to explain, hey, I'm here now for all of the, the movies.
2: Now, for the record, Tony Todd isn't death, although he seems to be, know an awful lot about death's design. But, um, yeah, he just shows up, just sort of says to them... What he doing in well, his
0: the- spare time when he's at the morgue? I'm going to work out de- Is this what he thinks about when he's doing it all the time? I figured out there's a thing called, I call it, death's
2: design. Yeah. Because he explains, basically, death has a plan. I've
0: worked it out as a plan for everyone.
2: And the rest of you are all all on the list. And uh, you're all going to get crossed off the list one way or another just
1: because you avoided the the
2: plane crash. Yeah, Yeah. he's an an incredible horror icon and, yeah, hell of a voice. Uh, But also he's a lot of fun, his character, because he he has no qualms about you know, shoving a needle in their dead friend's neck in front of them and all this kind of stuff he's doing,
0: it's he, just... He's not, he's not your typical, he's got a sandwich and he's just going to leave it on the stomach while he's eating. can't oh, just, no, just that was my lunch. Well, you can see here, the head was severed uh, from, the, from this bit down here.
2: Brain dead. So I absolutely love that. Disgusting scene where he's like, Are "You put too much inside of it, and the body's like filling up with the uh, the liquid that." The- oh, it's great. I have seen Brain Dead for a long
0: time because it's quite a, a, a effects heavy film. I don't know if I'm gonna be grossed out about it now. It's funny, really. I don't know why. It's so funny. I love, I, it. I I not love it. Brain Dead. Uh, I'm thinking of um,
2: no, yes, yeah, Brain Dead. Brain Dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's Tony Todd. He's got some great lines, things like, shh, you wake the dead, and all this kind of stuff. Talks about death design. So he sets the ball rolling a bit more on their their, their ideas about what, what could be going on. He says, death's probably got a new design for all of you now. You're all on the list. So as they leave, he turns to them and he says, Alex. I'll see you soon. And said, it's
0: just a great line. Yeah, that was quite a good voice. Uh, he just says, "Just, just open yourself up uh, to the signs, and you'll see death design. What well, anyone could just do this at any point."
2: Yeah, like I said, you, you just got to be open to it.
0: We're all you open got, to it, Dan.
2: You got a bit, yeah. But what about death design? Well, we get one of my favourite scenes next. Um, so, nine by- Inch
0: nails on the soundtrack. So, you yeah, know the Late now. 90s, early 2000s.
2: And it's the morning. Claire and Alex are having a coffee, and they're discussing this: what happened in the night. Stephanie gets run over in the background. It's just a happenstance. They all seem to be there. And this is Death's plan. He's trying to get them all in the same place so that something. I'm going to get
0: them all in the same place, and I'm going to kill them all at once.
2: So, is almost run over by Carter and his girlfriend Terry, and then the teacher's <laughs> there, there as teachers well. The teacher's
0: there. What the fuck? Come
2: on. But it's great. Come on, Gav. It's great. It's good stuff. It's so, only a movie. It's only uh, a movie. While they're talking, um, they see a bus in the reflection behind them, and then they turn around. There isn't a bus there. So, there's another sign. Something's <gasps> going to happen. happen. They all start arguing, and basically, Terry says. Terry the girl, she says to her boyfriend Todd, "Um, Carter, look, you can either keep on beating the shit out of him every time you see him, but if you want to do that, then you can do it on your own. As far as I'm concerned, you can just drop fucking dead.
0: Oh, I think that's uh, a cue point
2: and as she steps backwards as uh, she says drop fucking dead a wow. bus completely takes her out it's a great effect you don't need to see anything because it happens so fast they all just get it's about the after effect they all get completely splashed with blood yep and if you look the blood forms a number seven on alex's cheek because oh, they're the seven cheeky. survivors i didn't cheeky. that um so there's another one dead now terry and of course alex was there um so the, the fbi are now thinking well that's two of the survivors and alex was at both locations Hmm. hmm. Oh. so alex is sat there very depressed in front of the news yep. and uh he explains he's explaining uh, the news starts to explain we think This is what happened on the plane. There was a fault here and the fire went from here to here and taking up this, this and this. And he's looking at that, thinking, hang on a minute. That looks familiar to the seating. So he goes upstairs with his crazy blueprint. It's Charlie from um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia board on the wall with wires and things everywhere. And he works out we're being killed in the order that we would have died on the plane as the explosion would have happened. She's figured it out. Ooh. And he says, that means our teacher, Miss Luton, is next. Yep. And this is a great... This is like Mousetrap, her death, isn't it? Fucking hell. Well, we, well, we see
0: your buddy, don't we? You see, like, in her a, a place, in the kettle, there's a, there's a dark shape behind.
2: Oh, yeah. She sees something. And um, she's just... Like I said, it's like the game mousetrap you know because one thing leads to another leads to another leads to another so she imagine mousetrap is a horror movie <clears throat> fucking well good it would be good I guess we it, see um,
0: kind of like a 31 i suppose
2: it'd be like Saw, wouldn't it really yeah so i don't care now <laughs> there's knives in her house there's a, a very old computer there's loads of stuff and essentially what she does is she puts she makes a hot um a hot cup of tea Throws it away because she freaks out. Then she puts some ice in the mug, which causes the mug to crack. Then she pours some vodka in the mug. Because there's a crack, the vodka starts dripping out of the mug. She drops some vodka, unbeknownst to her, in the back of the tea, the computer, which starts to spark. This causes an explosion, some knife, Imagine some glasses just in her neck.
0: working this out in the, like, the writer's room. So this is what I'm going to do now. It you know, be, be quite funny, actually
2: yeah but also but like well i suppose it would be more fun than anything wouldn't it because you're like well then yeah. what then yeah, the glass yeah. goes in well, her neck i would okay.
0: actually uh, think what would breastfeeding thing do would be work backwards
2: yeah hmm. well the glass you'd, you'd goes in to. her neck
1: yeah
2: she tries to grab a tea towel um but the tea towel knocks a knife block over and all the knives just start landing in her chest hmm. meanwhile the kitchen's catching fire and who happens to be outside because he's wants to go and save us Alex and Al- Alex gets there he goes inside he tries to it, pull the knife out from it her
0: isn't actually good though that he happens to keep turning up and being in the places when those people are dying it's what you know
2: well he tries to pull the knife out that doesn't work
0: it's, it doesn't look good
2: either and just as he runs out of the house the whole house explodes and Stifler is the witness, and then the FBI turn up.
0: Why did embers make him know that she was in trouble? He saw fire, some... so he just thought, "Oh, she's going to be on fire." Okay,
2: yeah, there's going to be a fire in her house. She saw some embers from a bonfire,
0: so he runs away. I love that bit when she does put all those knives down on herself. She's trying to reach up to get get up. Oh, it's just she puts her hand. I got a knife in my back. I was going to put. Reach up this this tea towel or this whatever to get up and just
2: pulls a load of noise down there it all go plee like into know, a block of cheese. We should have also mentioned that she spotted Alex outside just before this happened and called the FBI and said he's outside, he's watching me.
0: Oh I didn't catch that.
2: So that's why they're on the way there. Um
0: It's just not good, is it? No. And then Stiffer randomly cycling by at night time. He's always cycling cycle.
2: On he's always cycling along
0: and he's just that he just does the what are you doing here and then the house
2: explodes he's like, oh, oh, you know well the fbi arrest him they catch him they take him away um he says like you know she was next on the list um and also the next person on the list is is Val but well, no, not Val she's already died sorry um, he starts telling them about that and this is where they say this kid is creepy I'm starting to believe him and the other guys like you're creepy you creep me out so there's a bit of weird banter between the FBI guys yeah. um, so they all decide they need to to meet up so um, Carter Billy and Claire all head to the beach to meet Alex, who's now on the run because the FBI found his footprints in all the blood and the fire basically caramelized his fingerprints onto the knife in her stomach. So he's fucked really he, he looks very suspicious. Yeah. Um so they meet they go to meet him at the beach. Um Claire meets him first, they have a quick chat and then he says they start driving. And he says, "Okay, whether you believe me or not, this we are. There is an order that we're all going to die in." And uh, Stipper's like, "Is it me? Am I next? Is it me?" And Carter sort of loses it a bit and says, "Well, it's not me." And he puts his foot down and just starts driving really fast through loads of red lights. And uh, they don't die. And he's like, "I knew it! I knew it! I'm invincible!" Ha ha ha! Then he says, "What is the point?" What is the point, actually, of living without my girlfriend? She's dead now. She got hit by that bus. I'm just going to drive us into oncoming traffic. So he tries to sort of take his chances. Ends up stopping on the train tracks. He's such a knob, isn't he? On the train tracks. Oh, um, I'm going to do this. Oh, I need some attention. Oh. So they all climb out and say, come on, Carter, it's not worth doing this. It's not worth it. No,
0: I want more attention.
2: And then at the very last second he's like, Fuck, actually I don't want to die, but then his seatbelt's stuck. Oh But they just managed to pull him out of the car just as the train completely totals his beautiful car. Yeah, and he
0: cheats death once again. It
2: cheats death.
0: Death and fuck you
2: guys. However, it wasn't, he wasn't next on the list because Alex didn't actually tell them he was next. And the next person, as you say, was Stifler, because he stood there and says, I knew it, man. All I got to do is stay away from you. As long as I stay away from you, I'll fucking survive. And then a piece of metal flips out from under the train wheel and takes his head clean off. Yeah. And then the police start to arrive. So Carter actually then says, look, you guys all go. I'll take the hit, the rap for this one. You guys get the hell out of here. And Claire says, I've got a cabin in the woods, a family cabin that you can stay at for a bit. Yeah. Now, this is my least, probably my least favourite bit, really. It's just where he goes and lives in the cabin for a few days on his own and sort of uh, puts corks over anything sharp and eats cold baked beans out of a tin and wears gloves All that kind of stuff, you know, because he thinks death's out to get him, you know, if the wind blows a bit of paper and then a fishing rod falls over and hooks the door. And I kind of... you to
0: death-proof it.
2: Yeah. It's just my least favourite. I don't know why it just doesn't really do it for me, this bit.
0: It's... No, I don't mind. It's okay. Yeah. I think you kind of got to get to this point, maybe, where you start to death-proof something. It makes sense. That's the reason they've gone out to the cabin. So it's the follow-on act, I think, which would follow on. Hmm.
2: Well, basically Alex says to death, I can beat you. So um Yeah,
0: but that's what that dude said in Creep Show Two on the the raft with the thing. (laughs) And that didn't work at all.
1: I can beat I beat you, I beat you. you. I beat you
0: and the music in the cast there someone's
2: got um, if I remember rightly someone's got a huge package and some speedos in that haven't they
0: no it's, he's got his little yeah a bit but he's got his uh, weed in there oh yeah that's what it is <laughs> oh okay well I knew it was a package I just didn't
2: know you, what it was you knew
0: that there's genita- male genitator that you were uh, noticed in
2: I do notice these things. <laughs> I do notice these things. I've got an eye for a penis. I've got an eye for a penis. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Claire calls, it, uh, calls Alex or whatever. Alex heads over to Claire's and she's in her house. The FBI are on their way there because they think he's going to try and kill her. So they basically chase him through the woods. A tree lands on him. Uh, and- b- before this, he, he tries to have a talk with
0: death
2: doesn't he mm, this is a bit where he says i can beat you
0: yeah yeah that that bit and it's like why are you talking to death like because oh, we, sh-
2: we should also mention that he's worked out because he changed seats that's the, the pattern the pattern of people is different to what he thought it was going to be
1: yeah
2: uh, but he basically thinks clear as next so he's heading to her house the fbi are heading to her house so they chase him there He gets there and then a series of crazy shit happened to her where she gets trapped in her car trying to escape whilst an electricity cable lands in a paddling pool full of water and a clothesline, spiky metal clothesline, is like spinning death at her as well. But she's grounded by the rubber tyres in the car. Yeah. Um,
0: And uh, Alex runs along, hero of the day.
2: Yeah. There's Dan.
0: Grabs it, doesn't he?
2: He does. He grabs the cable. He, ah! gets, bl- ah! he gets blown back Throws through yeah. the thing, and um, uh, oh yeah, he, we talked about him getting almost drowned by the. Death, so that's trying to stop him because uh, he almost gets drowned by the tree.
0: But the, but they get away and they kind of beat it again, and that's kind of that really, isn't it?
2: yeah it's a weird. Um, it's
0: not really a finale
2: the fbi well there is
0: something it, I it is but it, yeah
2: i don't know the fbi let them off assumingly like they've got no evidence even though his fingerprints were on the knife
0: it seems really weird all of a sudden it just be like oh okay you did a good deed there um uh, hmm. we'll let you go but yeah then we see them in paris like, well oh. the,
2: the, the the crux of it is because he died saving her then they did cpr and brought him back um that they've sort of wipe the slate clean because one of them actually died yeah. and it's restarted it now so one of them they don't know this yet but that means that Carter is now next so they go to Paris six months later they all have the balls to get on a plane
0: and they go to Paris that's a bit weird or are they doing that because their friends died and they want to do it for I mean, their memory I suppose they, I suppose yeah
2: it's like PTSD they want to get over it by you know
0: I, I, yeah I guess it would it's be like, quite hard to do when you get on an airplane though
2: it's cathartic i think isn't it really um but yeah they do it they get there i can't believe it's actually in paris so you never would have thought you'd have seen the geeky loner girl the geeky guy and the bully all sat together in paris having a beer
0: yes and then they start seeing signs once again
2: Mm, they do strange things john denver is being played by the busker um lots of strange things start happening bus reflection. And then alex pulls a bit of paper and says look i'm just i'm not happy about the end results here what if death starts again what if and they're like oh man i'm not i'm not sitting through this shit again come on so he says alex says i'll get up and i'll, I'll go back to my hotel you guys stay here as he starts to walk away there's a bit of a crash um a ladder hits a big sign on top of the restaurant and as the restaurant sign flips around it says 180 flight 180 on it and it swings down and narrowly misses alex because clear just pushes him out of the way and then todd says you did it you cheated not todd sorry um he's dead uh, Carter says you did it you cheated death yeah and then woof, the sign takes him out yeah and then we get a cool early two thousand song playing over the end credits, and that is a hell of a bang to the end of the movie.
0: Well, I don't know because they sort of they they do cut to black at a weird point, and it, it kind of leaves it, I guess, kind of opened for I suppose a sequel sort of thing or something. It just doesn't seem to completely finish properly.
2: It does feel a little bit rushed the last ten minutes.
0: Yeah, like like. I don't know, it doesn't f- like when you have a regular film, it's like, say, it's Bruce Lee going up. The different <laughs> towers to fight the baddie. You didn't get the bigger baddie, and it just builds up and up and up to like a big battle or predator at the end. It's a big battle at the end, and this uh, it's a hard one because it's just again another kill. So it's all the same. Ah,
2: you've hit the nail on the head there. So they 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 kind of shot the load early. They had all the good deaths Everyone's, earlier on.
0: Every, well, every death is okay, but because there's so many, it's nothing there's no different well the way that
2: the way that Claire potentially was going to die wasn't that interesting it was just being electrocuted by a cable in the rain so you're right and i I think that's where you were going with that which is it wasn't i would wanted something a bit more spectacular as a death for her but it did kill alex so he got brought back to life with cpr which meant they kind of reset death's pattern. And I'm quite happy with the way Carter gets taken out by the big swinging sign. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. But even like uh, Friday the 13th where you're like oh, what's going to be the death on this one? What's Jason going to do? You know, still at the end of it they're going to try and defeat Jason. Where this, you, it's because it's an invisible killer, it's quite hard to be able to do that. Where, for example, the invisible man, it's still an actual one entity which could be powered and taken down. So there's no uh, 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 the, the Antagonists of this is not uh, something we can pinpoint and p- destroy. So it's a weird one, I think, in that sense. That's well, why it feels a bit open.
2: I think what's good about it, though, um, and, and this is a thumbs up from me, by the way. And I'm sure a thumbs up from you as well. Um oh,
0: of course, it's enjoyable.
2: Uh, you know, it's, it's a, it is a modern classic. You know, thinking about it now, it's 23 years old, which is fucking crazy. It, it, it
0: took it a lot of money, it, and made a franchise.
2: So, yeah, and it's definitely a modern classic. Um, you know, whether you like that or not, it definitely is. It's it's a talked about. There's, it's a franchise, like it, you say. What's clever about it is um, exactly as you said it death is we're all going to die so death is definitely coming for all of us whether you believe that to be an entity or whether you just believe that at some point we're all going to die because we are all going to die what this does is it kind of gives it a bit of uh makes it a little bit more sinister because it feels like it's a thing that's coming for you and it's got a plan and always like death like i'm going to kill this person but i'm going to make it look like a suicide or i'm going to make it look like a really weird accident and it's coming after you and there's an order to it as well so it just feels a little bit different and it's it was incredibly <laughs> original for its time
0: yeah yeah it's um, a great concept
2: and i still think it is now very original we've not really seen death come after people other than in all the sequels um I, I just uh, <laughs> yeah but he was a rapper in that <laughs> um you may be a king or maybe a street sweeper but sooner or later you dance with the reaper That's- very really clever cringeworthy
0: um, uh, on the uh, Blu-ray um, there's a extra which is just the score so you can mm. watch the movie and everything else is taken out except the score which I Beautiful. thought was really cool and that means that they thought this is a good score so um, did you see the alternative ending
2: oh I, I would have done because I've got the DVD but I didn't for this this time around remind me
0: um, where Alex dies in flames
2: no i don't remember
0: that um it's really kind of alex dies in flames and this i think was the writer's vision and i presume test audiences didn't like it so they had to change it um which is a shame because i'd have i'd have been quite happy with that to be honest with you um as an ending uh killing off the main guy i'd have been happy in a wicker man style ending i'd have been happy like that uh spoiler wicker man what? um But then it's more, though, it goes on and on. It's a really long ending to the point I was like, fuck me, how long is this alternative ending? Uh, she has a baby, presumably, Uh, and she calls him Alex. I don't know why, I guess they're trying to think, or we can somehow do some next final destination when we figure that out. And then some wind blows, and she goes, Alex because she thinks the wind is Alex because she's now got a baby and then she's at a grave uh, um, with the (laughs) jock guy and uh, uh, what she say last thing she says yeah she just stands at the grave says a load of bollocks and then a leaf (laughs) comes down and goes in front of the camera that's said, like, fuck me. No wonder you cut that out. That's yeah. bollocks.
2: Instead, they just smash him in the face with a giant sign of a building. Better, better. What's what's sad? Not sad really, but what's funny is that obviously they kept Alex alive, and when they made start making Final Destination two, Ali Larter was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be in that," and um devon sawyer alex said well i'll be in it but i want more money and they couldn't fix the contract for him and get him enough money so he they just didn't put him in it and they killed him off yeah they That's they, they talk it about oh the he died too,
0: didn't they with uh oh yeah what, what, why why are people such fucking egotistical dicks like what's he? Uh, he did he was that fan wasn't he that Limp Biscuit movie.
2: No, he was down in um
0: No he done he's done a movie recently which was actually um Oh really? I've heard or have I seen it? One of the two. I think I might have seen it. Fuck's sake. Trouble is though, I can never remember what I've seen. Um, um 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 oh no, he wasn't a fanatic. Fucking hell, he was a fanatic yeah he yeah. was the guy that John Travolta fans over. That was a bad movie.
2: He was in the Chucky series as well. So Hunter he's done-
0: Hunter, that's the movie.
2: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, he's the he's the dad that goes missing.
2: Yeah. That's right, that's right. Um yeah, at this point though, he'd only really done the stan music um, video and Idle this. Hands. Yeah, I- he's in that.
0: I loved Idle Hands. And so he was in a Casper.
2: Film. He was in Casper as a very young kid as well. Oh really. Um but yeah, so he never got brought back. And actually, when we get into it, they talk about Alex was killed by a rogue brick that fell off a building. And that's literally all they say about him in Final Destination 2. It's like, fuck you, Devin Sawyer. You were killed by a random brick. It wasn't even a specific, like, a really cool death. It was just...
0: It is a shame. Brick. I understand where you come from. Yeah, but that movie made loads of money, so why can't you... But it's just like, they're business people. They don't give a shit about that. They want to make the money. But, like, if you're working actor, I, I don't know. Then again, sequels at the time might have been a bit almost still frowned upon a little bit like oh i don't have the sequel i don't know i
2: don't know
0: all right well should we uh should we do something else
2: yeah well bill's waiting his Uber's arrived and uh what's the list you've got oh hang on let me see okay wow this is interesting. Well, th- this is, is for. Well, I'll tell you when we get into World of the Strange. This is very exciting. Uh, Bill, do you want to take us into World of the Strange then? Mm,
0: okay then, Bill, going to. And-
2: Hi, welcome back to
0: World of the
1: Strange.
2: World of the Strange of the strange world strange. it's a strange strange world it's a strange world hi well thank you for that Bill um, so. so Bill's passed me this list and this is a list of incredibly weird coincidental deaths so thanks Bill Bill's done the work for us this time oh that uh, sounds pretty cool where did you get this from it's classified. What do you mean it's classified?
0: What does that mean?
2: I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. <clears throat> well, just, some of these are brief. And I d- before you ask, I don't have any explanation for some of these. So you'll fr- feel free to go into detail on them if you want. Well, but... I'll
0: just have to uh, uh, make up what's happening, I suppose.
2: I suppose in some of them you will. Well, the first one on the list is Great. a Brazilian man was killed in 2013 and sat in his living room sorry he's asleep in his living room and a cow fell through his house from the roof what was the cow doing on the roof landed on him and killed him in his sleep
0: wow i don't know i I can imagine there's (laughs) there's a possibility there's a cow up there i don't know why but maybe it's an access point for the cow and someone's like i'll keep my cow there and it just fell through because the structure wasn't very strong for cows I don't okay. know. That was. just a bit of an unfortunate. Is that sort of <laughs> thing when, I maybe the parents are like, "Here's your baby child, your baby. Congratulations, brilliant." Looking at the baby, going, "I wonder if you'd die from a cow falling on you." It's
2: a weird one, isn't it? It is a bit. Imagine turning up to that crime scene. Weird um another one on the list is a canadian lawyer called gary hoy died because he was trying to prove that the glass in the windows of a 24 story office building was unbreakable it wasn't the first time he tried this so he ran
0: a, get what he ran along and jumped on bouncing and against it it.
2: smashed into the glass so he did it he's done this several times To prove to people, look, this this glass is unbreakable. Why did he
0: need it? Is he the salesperson for the windows?
2: I'm not sure, but. Why did he need to prove this? I'm not sure, but. Attention! With all the times he's done it, he'd accidentally loosened the frame slightly. Why did he keep doing it? So, this one time he did it, the glass still didn't break, he was right, but the whole window came out of the frame and he died. He fell to his death. (laughs) <laughs> Look, you- check it out
0: guys oh you're new here aren't you Look, that's the photocopier that's the team check this out <laughs> like. these windows are so hard, it can't fall through them if you run up again what's this ah, watch watch it won't break and then falling down and then just be that person turn around saying what, what the fuck he goes oh he always does it but doesn't only fall through like that You know what the fuck
2: Monica Mayer this is the next one. Monica Mayer, who was a mayor uh, of Betterton, <laughs> Betterton Maryland. What, she was
0: mayor, mayor.
2: Yeah, mayor, mayor. Uh, she died because she was trying to prove Captain in her campaign Captain. as mayor that uh, <laughs> she was trying to prove that the town's sewage systems and tanks were in perfect working order. Whilst checking these, she slipped, fell in, and drowned in 15 feet of human shit
0: it's just another one you don't expect to that's the way i'm gonna die i'm gonna drown in shit shit's gonna go down my throat
2: 15 feet of human shit it'd
0: be so bad because you would just start vomiting at the same point probably like your body would just react like that
2: to be fair it wasn't just it says human waste and feces so it'd be anything that comes out of a human and goes into the sewers it's a lot, a lot of fluids yeah Damn! What do you think about that. This is a good one. This next one: Sigurd oh. the Mighty. Sigurd the Mighty, who was a, a magician. Ninth, he's a ninth-century Norse earl of Orkney. So we're talking uh. back in the day. He was killed by an enemy that he beheaded several hours earlier. <laughs> he tied the man's head to his horse's saddle to ride home and prove that he was the victor but whilst I am riding, the victor but whilst riding home one of the victim's protruding teeth grazed his leg which then gave him an infection and many days later he died from the infection so they could still they, the beheaded guy still beat him an infection star.
0: you damn it you slowly got me you headless <laughs> bastard I had a friend who went to Australia
2: you headless bastard. That's one of my favourite things you've ever said in all the years I've known you.
0: You headless bastard. Um, I had a friend who went to Australia for a while and didn't do anything, but one night he went to, drank a lot, got big, got fat and drank a lot. Anyway, one night he went to a nightclub and he got into a fight, punched a guy and the, the guy's tooth Uh, uh, cut his knuckle and he didn't do nothing about it and then his hand it just his knuckle exploded it's a huge massive knuckle because it's infected Jesus Christ (laughs) yeah so yeah watch out for people's teeth people okay
2: I'll watch out for that I'll just make a note of that the owner of the company that makes segways you'll probably know about this one the guy that made the the company that invented segways you know what they are uh, no, he's not Sinclair. Um, seg- but we all know what segways are. They're those two-wheeled scooter things. Oh, yeah, that.
0: not the old Sinclair.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> not those. No, sorry. Not, not Clive Sinclair. That's um, it. The Seg The owner of the company, he gave a speech saying that they were perfectly safe and they're impossible to fall off. Oh, a couple no. of days A couple of days later, he accidentally drove his Segway off a cliff and died. <laughs>
0: i love the fact that his people then he's like just got to just got to keep my uh my you know me looking like i know what to do no worries Whoa. just just imagine him like that a second where he just looks at the cliff and goes oh dear <laughs> my creation is my destroyer like frankenstein's monster
2: as he goes off the cliff he's like skynet
0: Dickie, yeah taking his uh, hold it one hand. fuck you all
2: in 1923, so this is 100 years ago, a jockey called Frank Hayes won the race at Belmont Park in New York. Even though he was dead, he suffered a heart attack mid-race, but his body stayed in the saddle, and his horse crossed the line <laughs> first <for> place.
0: <laughs> and first place. <laughs> Let us all go to congratulate him. Oh, he's, he's dead. dead and how's that the other people especially when I came last oh fuck I came last who came first a dead guy oh how's that make me feel
1: I came last
2: two years before that in 1921 a US congressman died after shaving because his shaving brush had been infected with anthrax nice so somebody I guess had poisoned him yeah fuck yeah that's some spy shit so you're lathering up with a shaving brush I love it. it smells a bit funny
0: you might have gone for a little while, like, I know not rinse it down, but you might still like poison, probably still be at least to trace it. And like, yeah, it's just like at some point, you just cut yourself. Maybe not that shave, maybe not the next shave, but one day that shave will kill you.
2: Mm. There we go. Well, Paul Thomas, the owner of a wool factory, Wool W W O L, fell into one of his machines in
0: 1987. Did turn out like a turn out like a big crocheted, massive human.
2: Yes, because he died after being wrapped in 800 yards of wool. So the machine just carried on going, wrapping and wrapping around.
0: Oh, I I'm sorry, I (laughs) shouldn't. Yeah, when you see a mummy his...
2: on a cartoon unravel or on the Monster Squad, it's like that? the opposite of
0: that. I know. respect, to, respect, and to, respectfully uh, rest in peace. I do apologise. That's have you seen that video where that is that f- they're just filming a person and it's the plastic tapes coming down and it's the new guy there. Oh, no, it's the cardboard machine. It puts plastic around the cardboard and there's a guy then he puts his hand oh, down yeah. and it takes his hand and then he goes to get his hand down and it takes his head He's like Barry, Barry, help me. <laughs> Barry yeah. comes along. You have to try and pull them both out. It's fucking
2: amazing. Edward Harrison in 1951 was playing golf in Washington. And he was angry, so he snapped his driver over his knee. Oh, did him! But, but he tripped and the shaft lodged in his groin. He managed to stagger about a hundred yards before bleeding out. Because obviously, in your groin, you've got your main artery thing. Oh shit! in 1900 american physician jesse lazier tried to prove that yellow fever was transmitted by mosquitoes he said oh i'll prove it to you let me get some infected mosquitoes they bit him and he died of yellow fever he was right (laughs) see (laughs) i'm right brilliant
0: i get the last
2: australian tailor franz reichelt thought he'd invented a device that would make men fly he tested this device really? by jumping off the eiffel tower and it didn't work and he splattered on the ground what did he make uh a device that he thought oh, a could device make men, not like a potion fly. no
0: <laughs> drink this you can fly why, di- why did he try he must have tested it at a smaller height
2: maybe you don't
0: go oh, I'm going to test this off this
2: off the Eiffel tower why
0: don't you try like f- five foot
2: this is one that me and you can relate to in 1567 the man with the longest beard in the world at the time I wonder what you're going to say but yes his house caught fire he tripped over his beard <laughs> got caught in the fire and died a ah,
0: fucking beard <laughs> <laughs> I've got the longest beard in the
2: world. The this is brilliant. starting Oh my god. Um, You're like this next one. I, I like quite a lot of these. The Greek philosopher Chrysippus of Silli is said to have died of laughter after watching a donkey trying to eat his figs. <laughs> <It reminds laughs> so me, simple. It reminds me of the custard donkey from Hansel and Gretel. Oh yeah. Because that really killed you when we talked about that donkey stealing the custard.
0: It was when I was trying to explain the donkey licking man's bowl through his window, and it was just like the way the wording went. Just when this could be something else, and it's very funny.
2: But yeah, so this Greek philosopher died of laughter because he watched the donkey try and eat his figs. It is innocent, though, isn't it?
1: Oh, dear. oh, 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 oh uh,
0: actually i think i'm gonna die i can't stop laughing imagine you can't stop you're just like that it's so funny it's kind of you expect like uh a boobs and butterhead then they start to die and they're just going ha, ha, ha.
2: if there's a way to go i'd probably want to go die i want to die laughing i think that's a good way I to go shagging and laughing <laughs>
0: shagging and laughing at the same time and just totally insulting the the person you're with who's going to end up going yeah they died having sex with me laughing at me
2: Um, British actor Gareth Jones died of a heart attack whilst performing a live televised play in 1958 on British TV in the scene his character was scripted to have a heart attack he was so good he actually had a heart attack and died live on stage
0: Oh my god. So the skinny, please, for win him an to Oscar? Die in a heart attack. <laughs> and then he
2: died. He was so good. He's like, I better have a real heart attack to really sell this. But, but
0: the thing is, though, that is, <clears throat> that's is—that's him. And everything went through it. He went through it so much that his mind and his brain was like, oh shit, we're having a heart attack, and went along with it. It would have jumpstarted and kickstarted different things in his body, which was equally just—it's all very much a final destination inside his body.
2: His character, I don't think, was supposed to die, so the cast had to improvise the oh, rest of the play. Oh, what, what the play kept going? Oh yeah, because they're British professional actors, Gavin. Oh, what year was this?
0: Fifty-eight. They kept go. He's actually died. Keep going. What do we do now? Um, Just keep going. <laughs> but is he dead? Can I think about it? Think about it later. Keep going. Fucking hell. To be an actor.
2: Um, Carl William Scheele was a brilliant Swedish chemist, but he did have an unwise habit of tasting all the chemicals that he discovered. <laughs> He died in 1786 as a result of his exposure to drinking lead hydrofluoric acid arsenic and other poisons drinking lead hydrofluoric acid arsenic and other poisons well if i'm going to work with these chemicals i've got to have tasted them it's the only way i know that's weird oh lead lovely good
0: segue <laughs> if you want to know about more about eating weird things uh the high strangeness <laughs> podcast I do with sarah i just came out talk about people eating weird things yes yeah
2: it's a good episode
1: um
2: general john sedgwick was killed by a, sni- a, a sniper in the american civil war shortly after uttering the words they couldn't hit an elephant at this distance bang but they did mm-hmm. they hit you mate mm-hmm. Wow! So there we go. Uh, health fanatic Basil Brown. Not Basil Brush.
0: How, how Basil. many? How many have you got left?
2: Just a couple more. Okay. Health fanatic Basil Brown managed to kill himself by drinking a gallon of carrot juice every day. I've in heard the about this. It would make him healthy.
0: Yeah, he started going orange, didn't he?
2: he did and then he died
0: yeah uh, the, yeah, he, he thought it was a really good thing all he drank every day was carrot juice I've read this it's a fucking idiot it's a bit mental isn't
2: it uh, in 1992 Greg Gingrich was stood on the edge of the Grand Canyon and pretended to do one of those fake whoop to his friends he actually slipped and fell into the Grand Canyon and died not
1: yeah, good is
0: it it must be been a slight split second and he's, uh, he's actually started to fall off going oh fuck I'm actually going and like oh, sh- I shouldn't have done that
2: there's another one right up your alleyway an Irish woman died in 2008 after voluntarily having sex with a dog the exact cause of death is unclear but it's speculated that an allergic reaction to the dog or its penis may have been the cause
0: oh.
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: I don't want to discuss it
2: and the final the final one is eight people died in the London beer flood of 1814 I like that it's got a title the London beer flood of 1814 people drowned in uh, beer apparently a giant vat uh, an ale Fake brewery promise. in London burst sending 3,500 barrels of beer pouring through the streets and eight people drowned in it
0: <laughs> fucking How hell weird
2: imagine that just a tide really? like a tsunami of beer just out of nowhere <laughs>
0: Down and the, the people London didn't streets. drown when it went. I just stand up, just fucking fall all over the place because they're all fucked because they probably yeah. drank some bit That's for sure. <laughs> Everybody just fucked out their face. What happened? I oh, fucking
2: ask her. I don't know. So there we go. So what's your what before we wrap up? Uh, what's, what's my, my favourite? What's what? Which one would you rather not die by, and what which
0: one, one would you rather with? die by? Oh, I don't want to die by a
2: uh, dog shagging.
0: Well, no, because I don't even want we to go there, because that's not going to happen. Um, Depends how nice the
2: dog is. No, no, no. I don't.
0: don't what do I want die? I don't know. I, I can't. Because you have to get, I'd have to have the list in front of me of them. So, I I'd
2: can't. probably, I'd probably drown in beer, and I wouldn't want to die by dog shag.
0: No, I can't remember them all now.
2: <laughs> but, but there we go. So there, there's our there's our World of the Strange, Bill. Thank you for preparing your list of weird deaths. I'm not going to ask where you got them from. You've told me it's classified. Anything to add, Bill? Death has a plan. Yes, we know that. You're just quoting the film, Dark Final Destination, to us now. Nonsense. Right, skip, take your list back. Take it back. Uh, Gav, that's it for World of the Strange. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Um, take us out of here. Thanks, Bill.
0: Bye. That's all the time we've got for this week on World Strange. Next week, though,
1: give me Iron Hairless pets. Weird. Isn't that guy drinking beer? Wow.
0: Design, which means death could be coming for us. I have this really bad feeling. It's not over yet. Final Destination Part 2 from 2003, rated 15 an hour and 30 minutes. Kimberly has a premonition of an accident, killing multiple people, including her and her friends. She blocks the cars behind her on the ramp, and as a police trooper arrives, the accident happens. Death is stalking this group of survivors. That was a wanky IMDb synopsis for a film. Logs everybody knows this everybody i've done it i've put up even on our facebook group i've put a picture of me behind a truck with logs on it and going oh today's not gonna be a good day or hope today gets better or you know yep. uh everyone does it um yeah it Everyone seems knows to be, it
2: even non-horror fans seem to know it's there's just, a logs lorry in of <laughs> destination too. don't don't be behind it <laughs> yeah, it's great yeah it's good it's funny it's just like not something you would have ever thought of but now you're like shit logs um this takes place a year after the first one we'll get into the actual plot in a moment but it came out three years later like we said devon sawyer isn't in this one um but ali Larter does return as clear rivers so does tony todd in the uh the role of the mortuary guy again but we've got a whole new cast in this one um Uh, Main character being Kimberly, played by A.J. Cook, who I thought was brilliant. She's really good in this. And actually, really likeable characters in this. I like the sheriff. Uh, I like the black guy that's got the motorcycle. I like the guy that wins the lottery, the coke head guy. I
0: I like the coke head guy.
2: The the, the, the characters are sort of a bit more... I don't know, they're more memorable in this one, I think, in some ways.
0: The the characters in this are... uh, The casting's different. The casting is more... I don't know not more likeable characters because the other movie obviously has some sort of likeable characters but some of these are a bit more likeable it be like shame we can't have some of these characters with the other ones and make the ultimate final destination
2: i think it's because the first one they could only really it's only high school kids mainly so they could only there's only certain types of high school kid whereas <laughs> in this one they're all adults
0: well it's anyone really isn't it yeah
2: no. there's a kid as well in this actually so. at least
0: they kind of stepped away for where, <clears throat> friday the 13th going back to that i don't know why i keep using that series as a uh, uh next to stand for this but um with that obviously they kept it the formula this then obviously they don't so like uh maybe is in characters but not as in age where friday the 13th it's always kids young kids at the camp inside and then older teenagers uh looking after them yeah uh but they've changed it like you say
2: so i guess we'll just get started on this then yeah. so Final Destination 2 one year since the first one there's been a news report describing the first film hour and how 30
0: is the... act sorry hour one hour 30 is act
2: exact. oh exactly oh, yes. Um, it describes the first film and how all the victims mysteriously died. It's an info dump for us, yeah, yes. Including Alex, who was killed by a random brick.
0: And we do have a recurring character, or, sorry, not really recurring, but a uh, uh, con- uh, coming back uh, a returning from the first. Returning, that's the word.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, we don't see her until later on. but um, yeah. No, but there no. is a
0: connection. And Tony Todd, in fact, really. So, yeah.
2: Indeed, and... Kimberly is our main character. She's watching this on the television and she's like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I remember that happening.
0: Get ready for a car trip, aren't they?
2: She's going on a road trip. Two young
0: ladies. Ooh, well, I found like one
2: Two stoners in the back as well. Uh, in fact, one of the stoners sees a nice pair of titties on the motorcycle, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and he's so frustrating because he's trying to tell his buddy to look, but he's got a mouth full of weed. And he's like, look. <laughs> you missed them titties <laughs> it's, is just that, so, uh, it's a weird moment
0: but it fun. is a strange moment in the back of a car on like a Saturday afternoon or whatever you know
2: um, I also like um, Kimberly's friend uh, who she sort of uh, says in front of the dad like oh, I'm getting really horny let's go pick up the guys did you get your whips and chains have you got your handcuffs she's like really saying all this in front of Kimberly's dad and he's just like <laughs>
1: Uh, have fun,
2: have fun on your road trip with the boys.
0: Reminds me of one of my daughters.
2: Oh, okay, interesting. Say naughty things like that, no, to try not, and wind you that, up.
0: Not those things. No, I know what but, you mean.
2: Yes, try and um, wind you up. We're, we're, yes, yes, Teen, <laughs> teenagers, eh? Hey, you bloody hey. teenagers! Yeah. um Kimberly sees lots of clues, just like Alex did, <clears> including song on the radio. Ha, ah, way a hell.
0: I love that. That is just... It's just... It's so obvious, that, but you've got to do it cause it's great.
2: Um, she sees a kid in a car pretending to crash two cars into each other. She sees just lots of signs and clues that something might happen. Um, she pulls onto the main sort of highway and there's a crash that started by a log lorry we've described this
0: uh yeah it's it's a great beginning of a movie because it's just that there's the whole build up at the beginning these two two girls are going on this uh, trip so straight away we're like Car crash. It's got to be a car crash. And you just start to meet all these different people. I love the fact that the dad sees... He takes a moment to ring up that. And we are in the land of uh, uh, mobile phones at this point in 2004. Um, 2003, sorry. <clears throat> and uh, he takes a while to sort of say to them, oh, I actually saw brake fluid or some fluid, transmission fluid, coming from the bottom of the cars you drove off. But I'm going to give it at least 20 minutes before I ring you, rather than... We're right back now, say, yo, stop! Can you come back here?
2: Um, he says, "Can you just pull in your next t- chance but, just to but, get the, get it checked?"
0: But rings so much later. It's a bit like that's not very. Did oh something came came up? It's like well, no, that's not a good thing. um I don't know. As a father, I didn't like it.
2: So there's this little slip road, this little off ramp, as they call it in the U.S. And yeah, they pull onto the highway off this off ramp, and the log lorry starts losing its logs um, they start tumbling out the sh- there's a sheriff in a car who gets taken out of a motorcycle, gets well, crushed.
0: Well before this, like you said hey, we're kind of, uh, just as before we sort of see this, we, we start to see all the characters uh, and we've got like uh, the coke guy and the, the, I love the fact that the police go by the coke guy And he shits himself. And he goes, oh, oh, fuck. And he cleans himself up and just looks at him and goes, oh, yeah, like, hi, hi. He's like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. And then when he goes off, he goes, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Bitch. uh." And it's just like, it's such a good... Representation of a fucking cokehead It <laughs> yeah, really
2: is speeding Then you've got the other guy who we find out has won the lottery, and he's the motorbike, got, uh, motorbike. He's speeding along. You've and got the all of these guy. things,
0: and you're like, oh shit, they're all going to collide and have a fucking massive accident. It's just, yeah. and they do,
2: and it, and again, the budget goes on this. A lot of it goes on this opening scene. We've got great stunts and explosions. The guy on the motorcycle particularly slides off his bike, hits a car, and then oh, his the, bike... The car crashes into him. Oh, he just gets crushed. But
0: just before again, though, I love the woman that's going along, and she sees a guy, she goes past a guy who's drinking and driving. Yeah. And, she and goes, he says, am I driving yeah, responsibly on the side of his car? She goes, oh, I'm going to put my seatbelt on really that's why you'll put your seatbelt on just in case someone maybe drink driving normally you wouldn't that seems a very stupid thing to do I there's stand, also a I funny moment so serious,
2: there's also a funny moment where the stoner sees the cop and he thinks they're gonna get caught so he flicks his joint out the window
0: yeah uh, and And it it lands on cat
2: cat one of the characters
0: yeah but but doesn't do anything but you're thinking oh uh that's like a a red herring and you think oh that's gonna do something but it doesn't really do it the cop though i know sorry you've gotten to crash twice i've pulled you back the cop though has a, a full cup of coffee without a lid (laughs) <laughs> vibrating he's a next to him <laughs> and the thing going da 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 da, and you're like what, what's going on here cop you're co- you out there detecting what happened to these people and how they got murdered but you haven't put a lid on your coffee because <laughs> what happens
2: what happens Dan well he spills it on his lap and then he tries to <laughs> sort of he doesn't and then even he looks do anything up. he just goes over a bump yeah lo- and then he looks up as a log takes him out
0: when he got that coffee and he's like and the cashier's like do you want a lid no ah, i've got this don't worry about it okay. Not, open ma'am. the door for me and if you could open my cop door i've got really carefully getting into the cup holder in the middle console of the car bent down slowly without spilling any of this boiling hot liquid all over my hands i don't want a lid it's fine there right here we go it is fuck now i'm gonna
2: go on the highway yeah
0: just like uh, <laughs> not even yeah. driving
2: along slowly it's right no. next
0: to my radio as well so hopefully it won't go spilling all over that
2: well going back to the crash so i described Amazing
0: practical crash
2: yeah loads of cars lorries bikes vans death fire crushing beheading you know it's all there you know and and what's cool very quickly is um what, what you learn from this film is with every Final Destination movie, we're going to get like the signature big death scene at the beginning. It happens in the third, fourth, and fifth one, and it's always a different scenario a roller coaster and NASCAR. So we, we had a plane crash. We've had it. So that's always something to look forward to with a Final Destination movie is well, what's going to be the vision? What's going to be everybody getting wiped out and then pulled back to reality? Um, great. And she snaps back shit i've just had a weird vision and highway the hell comes on the radio she she checks the radio oh my god that's the same song then she sees all the same people and she thinks i'm pulling off this off ramp
0: <laughs> but she she doesn't pull off though she goes ahead and just literally goes right vroom. Yeah, no, a, a 45 degree sort of angle no 90 degree angle. no 45 degree angle and um no 90 degree angle and stops everybody being able to Come out the junction onto the the freeway, so they're all just like beep beep beep. What the fuck? So there's a cop about five cars back, and he's just like, oh for fuck's sake! Puts the sirens on, indicates, goes round them, and gets out and says, "Lady, uh, what's what's going on?"
2: She's like, "There's going to be a massive accident." i've seen it a lorry is going to wipe everyone out it's going to be the pile up like 20 cars
0: and everyone beeps and He's eye looking back at them going okay and they go people go what come on and he's just looking back kind of go right you can't okay you have to pull over so we can discuss this and she's just just like right, i'm not moving i'm just saying here right, you've got to believe me this is what's going to happen
2: and then the log lorry goes and she says that's the lorry, that's that's the lorry. The lorry. yeah and he says, look, come on. And then in the background, you, it's very, it's like the, the airplane explosion. Very subtle.
0: Uh, well, people are starting to get out of their car because they're pissed off as well. So there's a lot more people um, there to witness what's about to happen.
2: Which is, in the background, we hear a crash, an explosion, lots of screeching. and We don't really see the accident in real, for real. We just kind of hear it mainly, lots yeah. of explosions in the background. And
0: then, um, well, it's really nicely done because obviously you wouldn't show it again because we've seen it in a, a, such yeah. great detail. Having it in the distance is just a, a, a an expense uh, or see, just not worth it. And having their reactions is a really nice way of doing it, really. It's almost a happenstance that they have to do this rather than showing it again. All their different reactions and them all looking at her again, like they did with the first fit, like Alex in the first movie. Yeah, it's
2: because kind it, of nice. It, it, Because you don't often see the reaction to all these things.
0: You can, you do, but it's quite brief. Where this is like prolonged staying on. Same with the
2: airport. I love that scene in the airport where the windows just blow out, you know, because that's like, well, that's what would happen if a plane exploded, you know?
0: But what happens though while we're focused?
2: Well, he pulls her out of her four by four and says, like, come over here, you know, talk to me a moment. And then the last second, slow motion, he grabs kimberly out of the way and her four by four with her three best friends in it is taken out is taken out by a lorry and more pile up just smashes and crashes left right and center Absolutely. huge huge pile up so all her friends are dead cut to the cop station yeah we're in the police station cop shop and um, we we start to meet the people there's a, a lottery winner um there's the coat guy there's a mother and son
0: um, uh, okay, absolutely pointless. Why are they here?
2: Uh, they're just holding them until they've... Why? Basically, I, I don't know, Gav. It's a film.
0: There is zero reason for those people to be there. They were literally just cars behind wanting to go. How far, how many cars back did they decide that they're going to take in? It's just pointless. I don't know. Only her is the re- thing like, why did? how did you know that accident? That's it. <laughs>
2: one of them says it felt a bit like flight 180 no kimberly says it felt a bit like flight 180 when that kid said he had a feeling i just had a feeling
0: i love that I, I love that uh there's like a jock guy and he's literally says though why are we here what do you want from me and
2: i'm like going yes tell me to yeah no that's um uh the motorcycle guy the cop uh, doesn't say eugene he's like This is bullshit. I'm not staying here. You can't hold me. I haven't done anything wrong. So
0: the detective says, okay, you can all go now. Uh, Thanks for your patience. What? Why was I here?
2: When Flight 180's brought up, they quickly mentioned there's only one survivor and she's in a padded cell.
0: Yeah. And I love love the jock, uh, which we're going to get to in a bit. I love the jock dude. What's his
2: name? Uh, The guy that's won. the the guy who's uh, that's Rory he's
0: kind of a metal type of kind of um uh, Evan sorry Evan uh yeah he's got an iMac
2: yeah yeah he's got quite, yeah. quite, quite an old iMac there um, well just, just before just before that Kimberly gets home um, she says to her dad all my friends are dead obviously great um by the way uh did mum ever because her mum's dead did mum ever have any premonitions and he's like what are you talking about and she says I've just got this feeling it's not over yet Cut to Evan, the guy that's won the lottery. Yeah. So he's come home, like you said, he's bought himself a tasty IMAC, hasn't
0: he? He just bought a load of shit, basically.
2: Some jewellery, a ring. Not
0: not shit as in shit, but shit.
2: He lives in a shithole.
0: It's just uh it's just a f- apartment block, it's not it's literally no frills. Yeah, it's the basics.
2: He's tripping over toys on the landing from the other tenants in the property. Gets into his house. And uh his. Well, it's a death scene, guys. Sorry to spoil it for you, but it's a death scene. But it's a brilliant setup.
0: It's, it's a good one. This is a memorable one. If you said, like, Final Destination. What's your best killer in Final Destination series? Be like, i mean like, I. His demise, which we get to with a ladder. You know, I like this one.
2: Death by spaghetti. The
0: kitchen magnet falls
2: into the noodles. Yeah, so he's heating up some food in the pan. Yeah, and
0: yeah, I wouldn't eat in that place. And then some of the shit, he's just literally just throw this shit in. It's just like, oh, man, that's not doesn't look good.
2: This causes the microwave to catch fire. But yeah, while yeah, that's yeah, happening...
0: Yeah, magnet in the noodles and then put the noodles in the microwave.
2: But while that's happening, his ring, his new ring, has fallen into the garbage disposal <laughs> unit. So he puts his whole hand in there. But the Rolex he's bought himself gets caught. So he's <sighs> stuck... Yeah. He's trying to put the fire out with one hand. He manages to pull his hand out. Yeah, because
0: their fire starts up on the grill top.
2: We should mention he threw some sp- old spaghetti out the window as well. Oh, that yeah. comes back in a sec. Oh, uh,
0: uh, yeah, but yeah, but earlier on, I just threw it out. I was like, oh, that's a bit bad. And I was like, nice, you are getting you get some spaghetti karma, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> so he, um, spaghetti karma, karma. So he, yeah, he manages to escape out the window. The ladder for the fire escape's a bit stuck, but he manages to climb down it. He slips over on the spaghetti. Is that
0: a massive attack song?
2: Which one? Spaghetti Carbonara? Yeah. (laughs) It's the remix. (laughs) It was on the soundtrack for this. Karma, karma, karma. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say it. Karma, 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 karma. Spaghetti spaghetti, carbonara. Carbonara. Boy George did it as well. Karma Canabra. Um, he slips on the spaghetti and the ladder la- slides down, but then stops just inches from his face. And he says, oh, Fucking hell, it's my lucky day. And then the ladder delves deep into his eyeball.
0: It's fucking brilliant.
2: And it's a good death there very good there ladder in the eye
0: the place blows up as he's getting out and down the ladder and he's just it must be like gutted i just want all this money
2: you know yeah and he's getting all these um answer machine messages from all these girls that are like hey we haven't spoken in two years but i really feel like hooking up or hey you lucky son of a bitch let's go party so he's like want all this money and he's like my life's just turned around this is great You
0: you know he would have blown that money or od'd in at least three months he
2: would have spent it on hookers and coke absolutely He'd already bought a car, a Rolex and all this other shit, an iMac.
0: And uh, we cut to the the cop who's been in there doing his own little private investigation. He's like a little own Columbo who's been watching it on Sundays like me. And uh, he's looking into uh, the first film story, basically.
2: Yeah, he's researching all the deaths from the people that got off the flight. Um, and he sees uh, some stuff. Oh, Alex is dead. He got hit in the head with a brick.
0: Yeah, everybody a- sees this and they're
2: like, oh, shit. A- AKA, he didn't want to come back. did not enough good, though,
0: isn't it? Is? When you know that uh, a tiny Tony Todd's told you, oh, it's not, oh, I can't do a Tony Todd force. He's told you about this thing. It's not good that these people are now deaf, dead as the well.
2: Pi- the pile up is all over the news. There were no survivors. Everybody in, who was involved died, which is one of the worst traffic accidents in American history, they're saying. Um, so that's pretty bad, you know no one survived
0: I think Mac Um, sponsored this film as well Uh, there's quite a lot of Mac products very blatantly Apple logoed everywhere
2: the news reporter also says and by a bizarre coincidence um, a man who got off the highway who also won the lottery last week also died it's not good but a faulty fire escape ladder uh, impaled him
0: yeah it's not good
2: is it and the cop's like, hmm, maybe there's something in this that that's Kimberly talked about. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Mm, I'm um, like Columbo. Very quick moment where we cut to Tim I'm in bed. Called Little- <laughs> maybe we cut to Tim who's in bed and he's got, he was one of the survivors and his mum says, You got the dentist tomorrow? And he's like, Okay, great, brilliant. That's all we needed. Don't know why we see that scene, but we do. Um, and then Kim. Start because, a scene.
0: because the dentist is a great scene
2: oh it's awful
0: it's for anyone bothered. who doesn't like the dentist you're not love it. Like
2: the Scene. Um, Kim starts seeing weird sort of hand shadows made by the tree on her ceiling so she's seeing signs so she starts going online looking up Claire Rivers um, and the computer gives gives her uh, the asylum information um, so she's like okay it's interesting so she goes to the asylum to meet with Claire because Claire's dealt with this she's dealt with death in the past
0: I'm surprised that she lets her in because surely she, this person could be a threat and kill her
2: but before she's let in the doctor says you're not allowed to take in your shoes your laces, your belt or anything sharp no mobile phones Nothing. anything mechanical and she's like gosh she must be dangerous and they're like no 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 this is what she's requested she's here voluntarily because she's in a room that's padded and nothing can Man, hurt her who pays for this then? the fucking state i suppose
0: like they would kick her out <laughs> there's no way you, you want to be informed no, i don't think so i don't
2: yeah, know yeah i want actually. to be i want to be um just looked after just fed
0: and you can obviously section yourself say like i think i you know am to a point where it's bad um but i i don't know how wrong you could do that for well maybe maybe i'm wrong
2: Claire's quite short she says what do you want she says well look there was a big crash you might have heard about it i had a vision just like your friend alex did and i think death's after me and Claire says all right well look there is a design death's now gonna get you good luck there'll be a list you're on it just look for the signs but i can't help you i'm not leaving She don't really give me much help she says look for the signs now fuck off leave me in my padded room piss off Fuck off mate the sheriff tells kim in the next scene he comes to visit her he says, look, we're all going to meet at my apartment later on. We're going
0: to have a little death pie.
2: Okay. Oh, hang on. What's that in the window? I've seen a reflection of pigeons, but there's no pigeons there. Ooh, oh, reflections that again. Oh. That could mean something.
0: That could mean something. Death must be like, fucking mirrors and windows. Smash them all.
2: Kicking all these little tips and hints. He also says, I was there at the Billy Hitchcock death scene which is Stifler. He said, I scraped up his remains from the side of the railway. Oh, so he's, he's got a link, which we find out later on they all do, which we'll come back to in a moment. They so do. there is a reason.
0: But we do go to the dentist now, which is nice and fun.
2: Yes. So they, they work out that Nora and Tim were next in her vision to die. Uh, so uh, Nora, the mum, and Tim, the son.
0: Isn't that funny? What's your connection?
2: My in-laws are called Nora and Tim. That's very funny it's funny um, there's also a character in this called Cat uh, which is also somebody that we know as well so there we go there's right. lots of connections in this but the um, Tim and Nora in this they're the carpenters because they're named after Johnny C Mr. John Carpenter
1: oh excellent break, stuff break
2: so dentist now there's a crane outside right. <laughs> Fucking. Hell, this is a the worst the scene. dentist and the worst. Scene. That the scene? so he's in the, he, he gets Who? up to get in the dentist chair Tim little
0: so this is a, this is like a young sort of 15 year old or whatever yeah apparently uh, so they originally in <clears throat>
2: the script he was 9 and they said you can't kill a 9 year old and they said alright 12 they said no 15 alright we'll kill a 15 year old he's
0: 15 okay cool
2: he's
0: 15 he <laughs> looks 15 um, yeah uh, so he's like laid back with his mouth open up you know well
2: before really- he goes in he says says to his mum don't worry if uh, if he gives me the gas and I wake up with my pants unbuttoned, we're definitely going to sue and his mum's like, Tim, don't make sexual jokes. Oh, a bit but, weird.
0: Oh, I hate the fact that, that that you think about it. It's like, where did that idea come from? That probably
2: happened.
0: That's the worst part, isn't it?
2: Mm. Uh, yeah, so he goes in. He's lying back. Uh, why do I
0: feel very relieved after the dentist?
2: Why do you... <laughs> Oh that's
0: better. Strange. I normally (laughs) hate a dentist, but for some reason I always feel quite happy
2: after. I wake up and I think, oh oh, I've got a filling. A uh, breath of fresh air out here. It really is. Slight damp patch on my trousers, but well. well. Um (laughs) So Timmy is lying back and he's he's having filling. So, big giant needle. And
0: just about to get it, a fucking bird hits the window, and makes the dentist go, oh, and he's just like, oh my God.
2: Because there's a crane outside. With his mouth these, wedged open. This crane outside is moving these gigantic pieces of um, glass around. And windows. You're,
0: you're, you're basically playing, how's he going to die?
2: What's going to happen? Yep while his mum's waiting in the waiting room for him there's a fish tank now this doctor must love fish this dentist because there's fish everywhere and uh, the fish tank starts leaking um and the water heads towards a plug socket but it's a red herring because that doesn't really do anything then another pigeon hits the window just as he's about to give him the needle and he says for god's sake sake. why do
0: these birds keep doing this yeah she says (laughs) why do they (laughs) yeah go on yes he says damn it to- oh hell i love that he said but he sort of questions him why do they keep doing this i was like well nobody knows there's isn't there some says, reason like, they're not doing on says,
2: purpose i've replaced this window several times in the last few weeks what the
0: fuck i like- love that f- no, he says how do they expect me to work hang on Ray, let's break this down how does he expect who to work mate let him work the pigeons yes how Is do these he- pigeons expect me they- to do my job pigeons expect me to work in these
1: conditions
2: well, one of the pigeons flies in to the waiting room window now as i've mentioned the bird in the house is a sign of death so superstition so that's bad news so they're trying to catch this pigeon so he runs out leaving timmy there with the gas on full blast which is like sort of basically he's high he can't really move his body no. and then there's a fish like a rubber fish mobile or mobile above him With little fish on string and one of them just drops off into his mouth. Fucking great. And he's suffocating, he can't move. You know like You know like when you wake up, listeners, and you wake up uh, and your body's not quite awake, but your mind is and you can't move your body and it's like that. You're like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die.
0: (laughs) But luckily the dentist comes back in and just pulls out, just as we're like, Oh, that's how he's gonna die. It's brilliant. We're we're thinking, we're like, Oh yeah, this is how he's gonna die and he pulls it out. And it is that elaborate, but we are we are pulled into that misdirect. But I love it; just pulls out and just kind of looks at him like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, how are you going to answer that? Like, I suppose it's not their fault, but he should have left him alone. I
2: suppose. Cut to Sheriff Landis and Kimberly outside the dentist because they're there just to run and warn Nora and Tim. Feels weird saying that because they're my in-laws. Um, about their impending death and
0: the kid's like oh there's pigeons I'm going to go and chase well, the pigeons
2: she, she's seen pigeons hasn't she in, in as a sign so she says the pigeons the pigeons and he sees them and he runs towards them because he's a 15 year old kid but that makes one of the death. pigeons good
0: it's karma again in this one
2: that makes one of the pigeons fly into the guy operating the crane. He hits the lever, drops the giant heavy plane of glass. This kid gets absolutely squished, flattened in front of his mum. And it looks flattened. great.
0: It looks brilliant.
2: <laughs> it's like a concertina just yeah. folded down to nothing. Yeah. It's, just it's fucking amazing. Rich. I watched it on slow motion as well. Because yeah. I was like, that must have been a mannequin. But it's really hard to see because it does happen so quick. Yeah, it's
0: good. It's good
2: by the way these movies are all on prime um UK, for free uk prime yeah prime uk uh, so if you've got if you pay for prime you can just watch these without having to pay extra to rent them and they look great great in high definition um yeah so yeah that's another one bites the dust timmy has been flattened by the glass so uh, that, that means nora's next his mother is next
0: the lady from part one has now uh decided she's gonna uh, leave
2: uh mm. and come help i suppose Yep, first thing she does is take them to see Tony Todd. Come with me. Let's go and see but the, the Candyman.
0: There's a weird guy I met in the morgue. I'm sure he has something to do with this. Why? Well, he told me about death design. <sighs> okay.
2: He walks in the door and he says, Hello, Claire, I've been expecting you. He's yeah. such a great... He's just so good at being creepy, isn't he? He's such a such a great horror icon because he looks quite a gentle nice guy but we've seen him as the candy man and other movies where he's a bit sinister but his voice is just like well when pete first moved
0: to la pete obviously Stormtrooper and uh, star wars film, um uh, but, uh, he uh, actually um met him and uh, he gave him his phone number and said give me a call sometime we'll go out and chat about acting and bot nuts. and pete gave him a ring and they went out for a drink and he said he's really oh, nice he said he's a really nice guy
2: I bet he is. I bet he is. He's one of those people that I'd love to meet at like, a horror convention. I bet yeah. he's a really lovely guy.
1: Yeah.
2: Not like grumpy old John Carpenter. <laughs> um, so, in the morgue, lo and behold, Evan, the lottery winner's body, is there. So, while he's explaining Death's design and how Death now working in reverse... Basically, he's, he's closing the loop and he's working backwards this time around. Uh, so they're wrong and they need to think about who was the last one to die in the crash. He just pulls one of the nipple rings out of Evan's nipple. But I don't mean he undoes it, he rips it out. It's a bit much. And then in front of them, he just shoves the body into the incinerator. <laughs> he just laughs. <laughs> I love my job. Yeah, he's been fucking sniffing that
0: uh, fucking uh, hell. All that stuff, hasn't
2: he? I care
0: the embalming
2: fluid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some skate yeah. punks in it. <clears throat> yeah, some little skate punks outside. And Good old skate punks. You, one of them smoking right by the uh, the gas pump. I love it. She's Our saying, skate do wanna, punks. Do you want to kill yourself? And he's like, fuck you. Why did you suck my wang? It's like so See, this, early this, days. These,
0: these are These are why we wouldn't get invited to parties.
2: Well, what could like you this like, representation set, set of our skateboarders <laughs> in the early 90s or whatever or 2000s. um yeah so they they suddenly remember while they're at this gas station they remember there was a pregnant lady and as they're remembering that kimberly has a vision of the pregnant lady's van in a lake filling up with water so they think oh she must be next her car is going to crash into a lake and fill up with water so we need to find this isabella this lady that was pregnant and how can we find her out and he's like i'm a cop trust me i can find her out and obviously he can yeah so, so they, they all trace, get
0: together trace a number and they're in an elevator and there's a there's a, a mum sniffer
2: well before that let, so let's set this up so they trace a number plate they're gonna they put an ABB. So they're going to find Isabella. Then they all meet at the sheriff's apartment. So before that, we're all sort of turning up. It's like an AA meeting, but for people who are about to die. Um, Rory, the cokehead, he's such a dickhead. He gets in the lift and his foot gets stuck in the lift door slightly. And the guy who lives there says, oh, sorry, I've reported the doors to the tenancy. And his, his shoe comes off and he says, oh, is, is that dog shit on there? Then up he's up his like, face, well, he shoves it in his face and he goes, you've got a little something in your face. I'll, I'll get it off for you if you want. It's like, dick, you're he just such an really, ass asshole. Real,
0: yeah, <sighs> he's just a dick.
2: So they, they 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 go to the meeting. He definitely has issues and I
0: bet a therapist would just make him cry.
2: Yeah. Well, in the meeting, they're all chatting. Now, Eugene, the motorcyclist, he's very sceptical. He doesn't believe any of this, this goddamn bullshit. Nora's obviously really upset because her son was just splattered in front of her. The day before um and they all start to like talk about kimberly's basically saying look there's signs that we need to look out for you're gonna if i ring you and I, I give you a clue you need to use that clue to save your own life so if i tell you i've had a vision about this you need to go and do that to defeat it and they're all like what are you talking about no one really believes them until eugene triggers uh, a mouse trap, which makes a snooker ball fly through the air, and then a canoe flies down, smashes through a window, you did, did always the man, kills A Man sniffer, uh, the mum sniffer. Sorry, it's because it hasn't happened yet. Oh, sorry. That's after. That's when she leaves the apartment. So we're still in the apartment at the moment. Oh. So then Eugene grabs the sheriff's gun and says, "I'm going to kill myself. If I'm not, there's no way I'm going to die." And he tries to shoot himself. None of the bullets work. Everyone starts leaving the apartment. Nora goes into the lift. Aha. Aha. And while she's in the lift, a strange man gets in the lift who smells her hair. This is what you mean. And this man is carrying, what's he carrying up? Oh, I can't remember actually. A box of prosthetic arms and hooks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's he doing with him? And he's smelling her hair. Like, who is this guy? I don't want to know.
0: He's going upstairs and he's going to get freaky with those. He is, isn't he? Hand jobs. He's definitely going to like bind them off them, going, oh, I'm definitely having a wake over that. Oh.
2: Uh, so, anyway, while she's in the lift with uh, one of the other characters, um, the cokey guy, Rory, has a premonition. He sees a shadow of a man with hooks for hands. <laughs> yep. So they ring Nora and they say, Man with hooks, look out for a man with hooks for hands. And lo and behold, her hair gets caught in one of the hooks. That's great. She tries to get out the lift. Yep. And this actually happened to somebody. We talked about it once in World of the Strange. Um, she tries to get out the lift and the lift doors, as we know, are faulty. They shot on her head some of our characters outside the lift are trying to pull her down some of them inside the lift are trying oh, to pull her back a, in it's
0: just a thing like, I don't like heads not on bodies I'm ne- not a fan
2: yeah and her head is uh, <laughs> decapitated it's not good I love it when you see they're uh, just
0: stuck in the lift that shot uh, the head rolling towards them is what you're about to say isn't it, and
2: it yeah and he's screaming but I also love the neck
0: shot I'd be done for if like, that was me
2: But I love the next shot of them back in the apartment that don't know that's just happened. And they're all calm going, all right, hopefully she'll be okay. And then Cat and the other character come in and they're covered in blood. And they're like, "Uh, what happened? And they're like, Dora's dead. (laughs) It's like, okay. So one of them tries to shoot himself. Yeah, that's Eugene. None of the bullets work and that's Gutted. because that's he's
0: because not supposed to be dead ne- not but, supposed to be dead but bollocks is that, so what he could go and do what is groundhog day is it what if he goes and jumps in front of a car
2: can't totally stop it well it's not until it's his time yeah that's, but the, yeah, that's he, design
0: yeah but he could go and commit suicide a different way which is bound to kill him like a great distance a height or something do you know what I mean
2: hmm well they figure the next thing here is Isabella Um, we need to go off and find Isabella she's pregnant and only new life can defeat death so we need to stop her from dying so that she can have her baby therefore wiping death's plan there's a lot more to it than that but that's essentially the summary of it so they go off to try and uh, find Isabella Uh, and they plan to put her into protective custody so she can't kill herself by driving into a lake which is what they think is going to happen while she's in jail her waters break indeed and she says to the cop you need to take me to hospital you can use my van if you like it's saying he's like oh, okay i'll take you to hospital in the van so everyone driving along all the other guys suddenly realize they've all got links to flight 180 one of them was the cop that picked up the dead body as we said well they Somebody- say
0: they all say that they've cheated death before
2: they've all cheated death and they all have a relationship in some way to somebody else that died on flight 180 so basically a bit
0: bit of a weird crazy all of them double whammy
2: yeah so basically everyone that survived flight 180 who is now dead because they survived they then saved a life of one of these people and it, it's like a ripple it effect it's a bit confusing well it's explained it, explain it quite easily with it's a ripple effect because because they survived they changed a little bit of your life which meant you survived something so they've all had a near-death experience but they're also if you link back to flight 180 so death's basically picking up all the loose ends and wants to take these guys out because of those seven people that got off the plane in the first one there's a lot more to it than that guys but um that's again the summary of it. Car crash. Sorry? Car crash.
1: It's yes.
2: a big car crash now. Yes, uh Cat crashes her car and a load of pipes go slamming through the the car. Yeah. Um they all survive, although Eugene does have a nasty wound, so they have to call an ambulance cat's legs are stuck in the car now we should mention cat is a smoker, so all the way through this film she's smoking smoking is bad everybody because whilst um she she flicks her cigarette and that causes a little uh, a bit of breeze to blow the cigarette and it goes down a pipe and starts catching some fuel on fire which she will come back in just a moment while the um fire department are trying to get her out so legs are trapped in the car she says she's on the Party phone up. she says is there any way you can put make it a bit quieter I'm on the phone he's like oh sure ma'am I'll put put oh. this on silent mode
0: And <laughs> just slams this uh, 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 um.
2: I don't know what you call it the jewels of de- jewels of life they call it don't they
0: okay get- into the basic a huge like hammery type thing just you know pendulum Type flow into the side of the car, which activates the fucking oh. airbags. Unfortunately, uh, and she had a wooden like fucking it was plastic behind, wasn't plastic it? Like behind she... her head,
2: and it just pushes her into it. Yep. So she's now impaled on a plastic pipe, and she's dead. Yeah. And as that happens, a little snippet of something. It's, that a, comes good, back. it's a good, in, uh, inventive kill. While that happens, uh, the ambulance is arriving and the boy who lives on the farm that they happen to be on almost gets run over but Rory saves him he says you ought to watch out for yourself little man he's like
0: it's a bit of a resident (laughs) evil
2: one kill yeah yeah because uh then Rory stands up and there's a huge explosion of the petrol tank that's on the farm which is where they keep all their fuel and it sends some barbed wire fencing flying towards Rory and cubes him he gets sliced into. Th- he gets what they call Gav trisected, not bisected, trisected. He's cut into three. He's t- oh, he does. Also. I thought it was meat cubes. Yeah, no, it's um, his sort of chest to his stomach, and then his stomach to his thighs, and then his thighs to his feet. Amazing. Yeah, and he just falls apart. So that's two for one there. Cat taken out by the pipes. Rory taken out by the barbed wire fencing.
0: But he's driving again and yet has to have a vision. Yeah, at this point, you'd be like, Don't let her drive. She's always <laughs> driving along the road and just spacing out of seeing deaths. Like, it's not the <laughs> why like, the cops in there as well in the pasture city. So, why are you letting her drive? She should be traumatized.
2: Well, they're heading to the hospital because Isabella's having her baby and. Uh, they want to make sure that the baby's all right. She's had a vision that someone called Dr. Kavakian Kalajian is going to kill her. But that turns out to be wrong. But we'll come back to that in a moment. While they're in the hospital, uh, Eugene is moan. on a life support
0: machine. I'm going to moan about death now.
2: Okay. Well, cool.
0: well, He's just there and he's on a life support system. His bed just starts moving by death moving it into I, a position it's going to kill him so if death I can agree. do this, why cannot because death do this earlier on in different forms
2: death can make water leak out of toilets, death can make all these things happen but, but I agree. actually
0: move objects yeah.
2: yeah, there's no reason for that you're yep, right yep. it's a bit of a flaw and it doesn't tie in with the rest of the, the ways that death behaves, you're completely mm-hmm. right
0: good, i oh,
2: Yeah. No, I, I've, I've noted that and I completely agree yep. with that um, Eugene starts suffocating because his oxygen has come out um, and then the plug comes out the sort of life support machine that he's on however the baby is born absolutely fine
0: then Kimberly has a vision again luckily she's not driving
2: thank god well as the baby's born Eugene's battery kicks in on his life support so he's alright and everything seems to be okay um, however because the room is full of oxygen and there's a spark on the plug as soon as the door's opened on him the whole room explodes it does so that's Eugene dead so Kimberly realises my vision actually was me in a van in the lake not Isabella so I'm going to drive this car into the lake and Dr Kalajian who I thought was killing Isabella in my vision is actually the one that's going to do CPR and bring me back so I'm going to go and die in this lake then you're going to get Dr Kalajian to bring me back to life Therefore, resetting Death's design. All right, then, off you go. See you later. Brum, splash, crash, bloop, 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 bloop. But he manages to bring her back, and... Uh, yeah. She's uh, all
0: right. I, I just the me, uh, towards it, before... We, I don't know, at some point in this all of this slight end in 10, 15 minutes, I was just kind of like, oh, can this film end now? I don't know why. It's sort of was out seeing its welcome to me the funness of what the movie i'm in for had gone
2: yeah again i feel like they didn't the third act is where this one and it's still a great movie it, it's really fun to watch because of the deaths uh, it's a little bit funnier than the first one this one takes itself a bit less seriously because you've got some fun stuff going on and silly like the hair smelling and that kind of stuff but you're right, the third act is where things get a little bit like, oh, come on now, wrap it up, wrap it up. And it gets a little bit convoluted with the whole like visions of the van and the water and Isabella with the baby. I don't even know if we really needed Isabella. There was probably a way we could have done this without a pregnant lady.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure. But anyway, it, it happens. And she says, we did it. We cheated death. Then we get an epilogue.
0: This is just not needed. It's I so think cheap. it's fun. It's pretty I think cheap, it's fun. though, isn't it?
2: yeah but they go back to the farm where they you know lost a couple of their friends and the kid whose life was saved by rory because he's part of that ripple now because rory saved him if and rory should have died in the car crash obviously at the beginning so this kid says oh did i ever tell you that your buddy saved my life from an ambulance anyway i'm just going to go over to the barbecue and make sure it's okay and the whole barbecue explodes and his arm lands on his mother's plate in front of her. Her She screams. And we cut to 2003 punk pop rock music.
0: Yeah. That's
2: it's it. Still a, it's still a fun one, in my opinion. It's still a fun one. It's just the first one, I think, was just serious and dark and brooding and a little bit more sinister. This one's a bit lighter. Got some great deaths though possibly the best deaths in the whole final destination series the whole franchise i definitely love rory getting cut up by the barbed wire i definitely love death by spaghetti and that dentist scene is one to remember isn't it Uh,
0: yeah there is some more good kills to go though when we do
2: more sequels oh yeah i uh,
0: have to one day just try and remember our favorite kills yeah, well, well,
2: if if we do the last three, what we'll do is that we'll try and round up. There'll be a list somewhere online of all the deaths, and we'll say our top three deaths from all five films or something like that. But thumbs up for this one. Well,
0: if it's five films, we could just do all three of them, maybe smaller, yeah. detailed. Just that's
2: what we, that's what we did for Jules, wasn't it? We <coughs> just did two, three, just run them
0: out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up for this one. Um, recommend. Yeah, um, like I said, it kind of outstays its welcome a little bit um but it's all right it's you know what you're getting but you're here for the deaths i think
2: yeah
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and it's cool and it's it's like a new version of friday the 13th you know you're going to get some cool deaths you know all our characters are going to die it's just how is that going to happen and this time it's, it's an invisible force a couple of flaws with this one like we mentioned like why does death move that machine on its own like how can it do that but other than that you know good characters in this one probably some better characters than the first one just a bit confusing towards the end we didn't need all the stuff with Isabella the pregnant lady but I'm still a big fan yeah um so yeah thumbs up not quite as big as a thumbs up as the first one but a thumbs up final destination I'll see you soon yeah but that was cool um so I guess that's it really let's take a little break, come back for the... Outro. Outro. And we're back. We're back to say goodbye. This is our final destination of the podcast, isn't Ad- adieu. it? Adieu. Um, sayonara. Auf Wiedersehen. Um, au revoir. Goodbye. What I don't know. Fucking hell.
0: I don't, I don't know, know
2: what that know.
0: was.
2: I don't know what that was. What's a goodbye in German? I can't remember what it is. Uh, auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. I've already said it. Or well, one of us did. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I don't know. Well, that's all the goodbyes we you know, anyway. Uh, well, that was episode 140. Really enjoy looking at those two movies, it's been a long time coming. They're modern day classics, especially the first one, They're really talked about, even outside of the horror community. And um, yeah, we'll probably come back and do the other three at some point. I've not heard rumors of any other ones, it's the sort of thing that they'll probably do another one at some point, won't they?
1: But... Yeah,
0: it, it's uh, yeah, because we're in a strange place, though, with this whole Hollywood thing going on. Um, uh, I, I was expecting to see a lot more. Uh, films coming back on Netflix and Amazon of stuff because they're probably running out of new films or we still might have that because it does take a while for films to be made anyway so we, at some point we're going to have a massive lapse of new content possibly um, yeah. which is weird Um
2: because that happened with COVID, didn't it? We had a, a drought and then all of a sudden loads of movies got dumped into the cinema but some of them skipped and went straight to streaming which was great as well, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. to see how it's all going to go. I need to find out about what the terms they all came to with AI because I'm very interested.
2: I know that um the main one I know is that Disney and Star Wars Marvel Studios all said they would work there because they have literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different offices that do and companies that do, do the effects which is why the effects in one series Look so different from the effects in another, but they're all gonna That's sort of try just and tally silly.
0: up. They've got so no much money. Why don't they have just one why they this is the thing why they're like cheapskates to like effects artists? Basi- so like why?
2: Basically anything like on Disney Plus, all the Marvel TV shows look a little bit cheaper and they didn't have the budget compared to the Star Wars TV shows, which look insane. And Disney's obviously like, well we're gonna put all our money in into star wars whereas actually you own marvel as well try and make that look good as well so i think that's going to be ironed out a little bit but apparently some of these guys on some of these marvel films who do the effects they work like 30 30 days straight without a break they're not allowed to take a break if they take a break they'll they get fired because there's so many people that want to do that job so they have to work days in a row it's like slave labor almost i mean well, it's obviously not that bad but
0: they were going to strike as well or at least set like a union up i think that's mm-hmm. what they were doing um, for that reason.
2: Yeah, but um, it's all coming to a close now, and hopefully we'll see the right you know, people getting treated correctly because people say, if you say to somebody, I work in the film industry, you, you think, wow, you must be doing great, but actually sometimes it's really hard, and you know th- that's why these people are striking. You yeah, know?
0: It's, so. r- it's really hard because you work project to project, but you could be literally like... <clears throat> uh, working for months and months and months on something like a designer making something and then be on set that morning and be like, okay we're shutting down we've got no money that's it everyone go home and you're like what?
1: Yeah. and then it's
0: trying to find the next project but you've just worked all your art off and no one's going to ever see that work and that's there's a part of me which does dislike the the mainstream movie uh, 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 the way it works um, industry I don't know I like, I like what we kind of do a bit but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, as long as we get some good films, that's what we all want to see.
2: Indeed, indeed. Well, shall we talk about what's coming up next? Yes. Okay, so we've switched things up a little bit, guys. October's coming, I'm so excited. Because we're very late in getting this episode out, um we've decided just to jump straight into our because it is october as Gav's just said we've decided to jump straight into some seasonal episodes so i'm very excited for our next couple of episodes um so for the next episode uh episode 141 we're going to be doing our tradition now which is the next two films in the halloween and the on elm street series which is halloween four the Return of Michael Myers yep. from 1988 I don't,
0: I don't mind this film
2: really I, I don't remember much of it
0: it's not it actually when you start watching you'll be like actually this isn't too bad um, I think you'll sort of be surprised a little bit I, when it gets part 5 I think it, I don't like part 5
2: and then repairing that up obviously with A Nightmare on Elm Street 4 The Dream Master
0: and I only really like the third uh, second one so um, you yeah. know cool
2: but it'll be cool fun to chat about freddie and michael as always yeah, so that's yeah. it's, that's it's, the next one
0: i do in a way it's like i i don't ever really watch the nightmare on Elm Street movies so i was never a massive fan back in the day uh it was always halloween or friday the 13th um but i did watch them and for me going back and watch them now because i've only sort of i've probably seen part of four maybe once or twice going back watching them now kind of takes you back to an era of the you know, late '80s or whatever, the horror movies when I was a teenager. So I do quite like it for nostalgia reasons, but I don't uh, remember it. I couldn't tell you what happens in the movie.
2: I really love the nightmares. Apart from, I'm not a massive fan of Number Five. Dream, um, dream Warriors. Um, dream Child. Dream. <laughs> but you know, it, but they're great. And again, it's all about the kills and the effects. Uh, and but the Halloween stuff, it's it's interesting to go through them. With oh, you. God, and,
0: they started going bad though
2: yeah they, it's really hard to keep up with, with this the, with
0: four is not too bad
2: honestly
0: yeah so I, i've I'm, got i've got to watch these movies along with my 31 and 31
2: i've got to do a lot of film watching this uh mm. october and we're going to work our asses off to get that one out in october because obviously then that's going to lead into episode 142 yes yeah, so which I'm is around. our halloween special
0: i've got some time off in october so we should definitely hopefully get this going two
2: episodes yeah we'll get, a month. We'll get two episodes definitely yeah. and For our Halloween special, we are going to be covering...
0: And we would like to do, like, we tried to start a tradition of being together and doing commentary, but it just gets hard to be together because we have families and lives and it's hard.
2: Yeah but our halloween special for episode 142 towards the end of october will be two sort of family comedy halloweeny type movies you probably, you might not be expecting these guys but we're going to be looking at abbott and costello meet frankenstein oh,
0: i love it so much favorite movie of mine
2: it's got everyone in it really invisible man dracula i think wolfman's in it as well his um,
0: voice at the end
2: yeah yeah uh, and we're pairing that up with now love it or hate it Gavin, and I are huge fans of this Adam Sandler movie Hubie Halloween
0: hello Sarah just going, oh god
2: now I watched this the other day with my children they seem to like most of it they were a bit scared by Steve Buscemi it's a, it's a, yeah it's a little bit full on for two year olds well I don't know I think when they get to like four or five is where I'll be wor- worried about what they're watching but at this point nothing really goes in they just watch whatever but um okay so yeah hubie halloween Never thought we'd be covering an Adam Sandler film on this on this podcast, but we are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because we both just fell in love with that film a couple of Halloween. I was ago. Just like,
0: I loved the fact that it was so traditional and such a love letter to uh, traditional Halloween of the, the set pieces and the, the traditions and all that stuff. I was like, and the it's, costumes come on, that they dress cool. up in. I know it's American, and I, I'm uh, acquainted to obviously British Halloween time, but come on, that was cool
2: yeah definitely it's cool so that's what we're going to be doing uh there and then for the following episode 143 will be a patron episode i'm still talking to a couple of patrons trying to figure out what those two films are going to be but we will get a patron episode in after that so we're skipping a patron we jump into our halloween uh, our october episodes so we've got uh, michael versus freddy followed by adam Sandler versus abbott and Costello. so there we go make of that what you will
0: yeah, they're, they're, yeah I really love that Amit Costello Meet Frankenstein.
2: It's going to be fun. It's going to be absolutely fun. Um
0: they're both they're both pretty much uh, uh you know one's PG and one's 12, and they're sort of family yeah. comedies.
2: You can definitely watch them with your, your younger kids, you know, um your teens. Something for everybody in there. And there's something for, if you're into Halloween or horror, there's you know you can just chill out. It's not too intense. So just fun and that's what halloween should be um before we do our our admin just a quick update on star wars sanctuary moon our deadbolt productions gav uh
0: yeah but today i locked the edit um we we are going to film one more little shot possibly this weekend um uh, just one little thing, uh, and to insert into the edit. But I've pretty much locked it, and I've sorted out today. I sorted out all the audio and stuff, so it's made me feel a bit better. I felt like it's been stalled for a bit, and it has been in a certain <clears> sense. So we've like, right, we have gotta get it done. So we decided we we're gonna release it in mid-November, um, only because we're gonna get it's very hard to promote it once uh, with all Halloween going on and all the Halloween stuff happening even though essentially it's a horror movie it is a star wars film too and then we can't release it any later because then it'd be all muddled up amongst christmas stuff so uh, mid-november is what we're going to go for hopefully fingers crossed
2: perfect mm. exciting uh,
0: so yeah i just need to um Put a couple effects in very small effects into it, and uh then just get all the sound mixed and some more sound design for things I won't say what kind of I spoil it and um pretty close we're probably at like like ninety uh ninety two percent
2: nice yeah, cool that's exciting. <clears throat> That's so that's to look forward to in november as well so yeah, that's yeah. always
0: been a year it's taken which is just crazy it really is no no, no short film of ours has been this it's because it's such a uh, important thing to get correct
2: and we're definitely heading into my favorite time and your favorite time of year not just not just halloween but but you know october and i really like november and december as well i I do love christmas i get a bit bored of it all by february when it's still cold and dark and i want a bit of sunlight but i'm a big fan of the next three or four months my wife's birthday as well and a few other things going on so it's always fun this time of year so yes time to start getting cozy oh let's have quickly talk about um 31. So we're both going to be doing our 31s as always, I'll be doing yeah, a little bit more, but um
0: I've, changed, I've chosen my list, I put it up on the Facebook page, but I have I swapped one of them. I've thought, oh shit I've not seen Cujo. I've popped Cujo in there and um,
2: you know. So you've gone for a mix of old and new films that you just mm, haven't seen. I've never
0: every film I've never seen. May a lot of them are old black and white films, but apparently like not classics, not that crazy well known, but supposed to be pretty well regarded as a pretty good film
2: that's cool and i'm doing um last year i did hammer horror so i I think i did about 50 hammer films um i'll be doing werewolf movies i've got uh, just under 50 on a list werewolf movies which are really cool man i'll cram in and i'm starting with american werewolf in london which although is my probably one of my favorite werewolf movies starting with that one i'm also going to do all the howling movies i'm ending and I'm happy to tell you this. I'm ending with my favourite werewolf movie of all time, which, as you know, is *Silver Bullet*. So that's the one I'll be watching on on Halloween nice. to close up the uh, month. There's a
0: good uh, YouTube uh, uh, thing uh, from Hall- Halloween's *Hallowed Ground*. It's a thing. Um, they go to all the sort of the spots for *American Werewolf in London*. It's about 15 minutes long. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, all the location spots. Watch that. It's really interesting. Then watch the film
2: yeah i'm looking forward to a month of werewolves i'm a big fan of werewolves and uh i'll be watching everything comedies you know horror uh, everything that's got werewolves in it i'm even doing scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf it's a good Uh, film it is good it's very good that's why shaggy turns
0: into a werewolf isn't it?
2: gonna watch that with my kids hopefully they'll like that because they love scooby-doo so hopefully they'll like that one um so yeah great looking forward to that everyone and i hope you guys will be posting up what you're watching as always and you don't don't forget there are no rules you don't have to do it you can watch one film you can watch 31 you can watch 31 in one day you can watch one you every day just
0: watch rob zombies 31
2: oh that's a good idea you could watch that 31 times
1: oh, what the, what torture?
2: i know that'd be hell wouldn't it mm. the w- only thing worse than that is sherry moon zombie sitting with you watching it fucking hell
0: laughing like baby i hate
2: her um cool well yes make sure you post what you're watching guys um watch the facebook page and talking of facebook pages let's get into the admin shall we gavin yes indeed as always we are the podcast on haunted hill thank you everybody for listening supporting sharing liking loving thank you thank you Uh, we are a proud member of Legion Podcast Network Um, you can visit them on legionpodcast.com where you can find out about us and many other shows on the network Uh, we're on uh, Facebook as mentioned just search for the podcast on Haunted Hill join our family our community of nutty horror fans apologies to anybody especially in October because we all
0: get involved
2: apologies to everybody that saw that disgusting post the other day I had to delete and remove and block the author didn't say so yeah know. yeah pretty bad uh so that's gone um and legion podcast is also on facebook as well you can search for their page just legion podcasts uh, you can email me and gav at the podcast on haunted hill at outlook.com for any suggestions you have things you like things you don't like and just anything else you want to say really um you can also message me on on facebook as well um and we're available wherever you can listen to podcasts including spotify youtube pod apple podcast at many other podcast platforms uh we are no longer on twitter or x as it's now called uh but is we're still actually,
0: a- is it actually changed to x then?
2: yeah it's been called x for a couple of months now um we're now, uh, but we are on Instagram, uh, the podcast on Haunted Hill at Insta. And we mentioned Star Wars Sanctuary Moon. If you want to find out more about that, then Deadbolt Films is our production company. Um, you can go to deadboltfilms.com. You can visit us on uh, Facebook. Uh, you can go to Deadbolt Films YouTube channel. Uh, there's an Instagram, which is just Deadbolt Films. If you so, could subscribe, it'd be really handy. And you will, of course, be able to watch Star Wars Sanctuary Moon on YouTube at some point. Which is exciting
1: yeah
2: finally if you want to support the show and help us to continue to grow and put out content uh, and rent movies and buy movies that are hard to watch so we can delight your eardrums with our nonsense then you could become a patron you do not have to do this but because no, we, we will still do this no matter what for free but it does help if you want to support us in the financial way uh, to become a patron just visit patron search for the podcast on onto the deal. if you can't find the link message me if you become a patron you will get a t-shirt you will get access to all the back episodes you will get bonus episodes and you will get to be a patron who picks your movies for a specific episode so every three episodes is a patron pick and whatever you want us to cover as long as it's horror adjacent we will cover it your two favourite movies uh, whatever they may be and then again it, you know it'll come back around to you after a while so it could be um, the Manuel's film series could be anything And hmm. um, you can sponsor us you can uh, donate for as little as a, a dollar or a pound a month it really is up to you um, so yeah it would be weird if you're doing softcore porn it? it would be weird but we've done some weird stuff on this show over the last 10 years so
1: yeah
2: you know uh, the leprechaun movie springs to mind um, so as always it, I didn't realise in audition when she's going
0: what she's doing it means
2: deeper 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 yeah that's because she's cutting him nice and deep with the uh, piano wire the, the other thing you will also get is a shout out at the end of the episode which I'm going to do now so as always thank you to our patrons thank you very much too. John Collier. Thank you very much. Matthew Godley. Thank you very much. Jamie
0: Jenkins. Thank you very much. Kevin S. Five Five Five. Oh, Thank you very much. Sarah Kay. Thank you very much. Rachel. Thank you very much. RJ McCready. Oh, thank you very much.
2: And Lex Boo. Thank you, Sean. There you go gab gave you all an individual thank you and i did a silly right. voice for each of you yeah. thank you so much guys we love you. you we can do this without you you help so much with everything and thank you for all your patron picks along the over the last year or so and um, we'll keep that shit going because it is dope as the kids say it's i the think kids say
0: yeah thank i will you. try and um, make a couple of videos uh um probably in october for the patreon page probably uh, going through my 31 and 31 i might still t- talk about them maybe
2: that'd be a good idea you could do a few at a
0: time I or something try yeah and do each one I, a little bit i think i'll try maybe as soon as i've watched it i'll try and record my thoughts yeah good show and uh, i'll get uh, i'm going on holiday with sarah while well, going for a weekend away to whitby with dracula th- from Oops, you know and um uh, i'm gonna film some uh, watch some stuff there so i could film some of her as well probably
2: if you want to know more about gavin and sarah and what they talk about gavin and sarah do a podcast together
0: yeah, i did i did plug it earlier but yes yeah, the high strangest podcast where we talk about weird and strange things episode 69 is coming up where we're going to talk about uh, sex by death death by sex
2: sex by death
0: sex wow. by <laughs> death like i was just i started dying and somehow sex <laughs> came out of it and i was live it was a
2: great return i did not know whether i was coming or going exactly that would be the slogan i also do a podcast with our buddy rj mccready called blame it on the aliens i was listening to the vampire one today ah perfect where we discuss um conspiracies legends urban legends all that kind of stuff uh yes our most recent episode was where we were discussing the origins of vampire folklore is it real is it not is it aliens is it disease um so go to blame it on the aliens and listen to me and rj talk about nonsense our next episode is going to be uh, the Antikythera mechanism, which is an ancient computer that was found at the bottom of the sea, it's hundreds and hundreds of years old, uh, okay. and uh, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't exist. And we're going to be discussing other ancient computers cool. and mechanisms. Are they aliens? Are they the were the Egyptians aliens? Who knows? I've got a theory about the Egyptians. I think they were aliens. But anyway, we'll we'll talk about that on the show. So that's that. That's blame it on the aliens. Uh, there's the high strangeness. There's this. Uh, there's everything. It's all going on, Gav. <laughs> what
0: were you pointing at? Your groin with both fingers. So what? what there's this. I meant,
2: I meant there's this show. But okay. my fingers point. This is the show. But
0: I'm the one that can see. That's why it's a bit like. <laughs> this why are you showing sh- me this? anyway it's totally fronery thank away. you for supporting us and what, uh, listening to us okay, watching us thanks for Maybe watching through this the window, shit. like a hello. dirty pervert
1: hello
0: <laughs> is that your dirty pervert voice hello
1: oh,
0: oh. leave your socks on <laughs> Oh. Say say use a banana. I'll oh, use that banana. <laughs> oh god. Can I smell your hair in the lift? Oh god, that's a really horrible pervy voice.
2: I've got a box of pathetic hands I'm gonna take upstairs. Oh.
0: That, that's my
2: Mr. Bean voice, that's what he sounds like, isn't it? He? He's not like, yeah,
0: oh, s- yeah, but yours sounds a desperate, desperate man.
2: Yeah, that's me. Oh. Um <laughs> The smell of a desperate man thanks as always guys that's all the admin done so it's nothing left for us to do but say goodnight so Gavin it's a good night from Tony Todd ripping out nipple rings
1: <laughs> hey.
0: wow. good night from uh, uh stiffer's mum she wasn't in it
2: but good night from her it's always a good night from her <laughs> It's a good night from Death by Spaghetti. Spaghetti Karma, 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 Camellia. Death by Boy, Boy George. Wow, (laughs) you're going for it today. (coughs) Death by Boy George and Sex by Death. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Good night, Gavin. See you again. Take care, everybody. Bye
0: bye. Look under the windows for Boy George. I don't know why. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast on Haunted Hill. We will be back again real soon.